say here on the uh, the microphones over the last week because uh the we just added cameras this is our second show ever with cameras so okay. we're gonna see your beautiful face here and uh i as you can see i kind of went nuts uh, here screwing the thing on and uh it took i was telling the guys it took three trips to lowe's to do this it was a <laughs> it was a three tripper for two pieces of wood and eight screws baby <laughs> yeah you know it's it's interesting how where the hardware store is is what tells you where which one you're going to like you're here yeah, yeah so you're yeah. going to north camp mall yeah exactly you know? that's right that's where it was yeah, so, so yeah it's like yeah what do you got what do you just do you just um the ones i'm used to he likes earbuds oh you got uh yeah. in-ears or something Those skull candies the um i like the little Man. the little sony ones yeah yeah you don't you don't have to wear them at all it doesn't matter well these yeah these are gonna bug me yeah you should just get any of your monitors for everybody and just make everybody wear the same ones. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. No, push them in, dude. The so they're all ones. crusty. Yeah. You know? Fucking wax on them. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. We got fucking Mr. Jesse Beveridge here. Thanks for having me. So, possibly the greatest name of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, do you sell beer for a living? Like, uh, <laughs> when, So my dad, in the... 70s and you know 60s and 70s in Grand Rapids. His name's Hal Beverage. Had a band that was a big deal called the Beverage Brothers. Band. Nice. So when I came up, it was like the heyday. Yeah. The uh, kind of full immersion into that 70s rock and roll scene. We did a year in California. He was making a record out there. We nice. lived out there for a year in How the late seventies. I was born seventy six, so okay. it was like before kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it was. It was just like full on rock and roll. You know, he. I had drums I could play, so I'd set up next to the drummer or the drummers at yeah. rehearsal. First gig. Um, first like paying gig my uncle harry was the drummer at the time passed out <laughs> and i was like playing pac-man in the bar as uncle harry would would do yeah. i mean yeah. uncle dizzle is the call. <laughs> he he passed out and and my dad was like hey kid you're up so nice. in, like the fifth grade and he was like that's your gig now sundays at barney's tavern and saying yeah. like that's you first paying gig hell yeah that's on how, drums on drums yeah. yeah i grew up a drummer yeah yeah that's what uh that's what Lou was saying. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Lou who hooked us up here. I know. <laughs> Lou Musa. Great. Yeah. Great dude. He is. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. And this is just in your blood. This whole fucking thing's in your blood. Because yeah. I mean, it makes sense with the sound of your band, too. If you came up in the 70s, late 70s or whatever, like that young playing. Because that must have been the kind of shit your dad would have been playing then, too, right? It was like. It was. It was guitar, rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, yeah, Um everybody could play everybody could sing right harmonies yeah guitar harmonies you know <laughs> dueling and, guitars and you were singing whether you wanted to or not so like everybody in the band would have to hal would sing right dad would sing yeah but then he'd be like your turn kid yeah 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 and so you'd be playing 
and singing. He's like, and, I got to go burn one. It's your <laughs> yeah, you're up. <laughs> yeah. You're up. Yeah. And it was, you know, back then too, it was like truckloads of reefer and mountains yeah. of other things. Yeah, yeah. It was a different time. For sure. What kind of shit was it? Like, I mean, not the drugs, the music. Uh, top, like top 40, 70s kind of shit? <laughs> no. Drugs too. Was it uh, <laughs> Colombian? Colombian. Yeah, Covers and shit. Only, the, the, only the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, it, you know, it was, uh, I would have called like 70s era Beverage Brothers as like Southern rock bluesy rock yeah, yeah that kind of a thing which is directly into what you do now <laughs> pretty much yeah, like, yeah. like it is a, it is a I blues mean, based rock yeah band. the path is clear you right yeah, yeah 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 that's badass man dude i knew like the rocket king for me was like i was just too young when the rocket king was really like I don't know what you say, blowing up. I was hearing about this band all the time. Yeah. We grew up in Muskegon, so I wasn't here in Grand Rapids, for one thing. But, like, I was always hearing about this band. Like, so I would go to shows with my older brother who was playing a lot of shows and stuff. And there was just, like, always this, like, band called the Rocket King that was just kind of, like, on the periphery everywhere. For me, yeah. I mean, you know. So, like, I didn't really ever, like, get to catch you guys that I'm aware of. It's entirely possible. I saw the you facts guys fuzzy support. back then. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, again, I was, like, I'm talking, I was 12, you know, or something at this point. Yeah. You know, like, tagging along with my little brother and shit. So, like, um, so I didn't actually even know that lou was in that band or really like anything about that or whatever so he and i got to talking about it when he was over here and i was like man what the fuck those guys still like you know like you still are they still doing it what's going on so then of course i started looking and i was like oh, i gotta get these fucking guys over here dude so <laughs> so yeah he, he luckily gave me your number and i fucking just texted you like out of the blue <laughs> like hey man yeah. i'm some random dude like you gotta come talk to me about your band i got this podcast yeah. that 30 people listen yeah, to yeah. kind of sometimes 100 <laughs> dude yeah. happy to talk about rock and roll yeah i mean fuck yeah dude yeah so i've been just fucking and i don't know if you guys have too but i've been just jamming all kinds of rocket king for like two days now <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> just fucking getting into it and really well, then you know what it is. It's like guitar yeah. rock. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Lou described us too. He was like, "We just wanted to start a band, where it's just like plug a Les Paul onto a Marshall, and you just fucking rock." You know, yeah. and it was something that at that time was not really around in a way. I feel like in in music, you're you know? totally right. And and I you know I'd kind of played in a few bands. You know, I played with Hal, played with Dad and the Beverage Brothers, and then maybe when I was 17 or 18, I started playing with. Kenny Olson, Kid Rock, and uh, Jimmy Gallagher, trombone player for, that went to Northview, and Steve Eltz and Clay Carlson. You ever been up to Leland, like Fishtown? I think so, but I'm not. Uh, so like Carlson's more, Fish? And we that'd would, be more his speed. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So we would play all of that stuff up north, uh, Stubbs in Northport, okay. uh, the powerhouse in Lake Leland, also, okay, Union uh -huh. Street and Travers. So there's that yeah. whole yep. kind of... I would call it almost the end of it. You know, how like rock yeah. and roll died for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I we were I played drums and, and toured quite a bit with this band called Monkey Chuck, and that was kind of in that mid night mid to late nineties uh -huh. domestic problems. I was gonna say I, I know <laughs> that band too. Like I know that name because yeah. like again I was tagging along with my brother to all these shows. Everything here in GR. I mean like yeah domestic problems whatever. He's of course seeing Verve pipe a million times. Oh and yeah. all, all these groups you know or whatever. So yeah. That was kind of that was kind of as rock and roll was was 
I don't know, you know, there's like in sync and shit. Yeah, right? well, that's exactly what I mean. In the the big picture, and we've talked about this here, is like all the rock bands all got dropped from every fucking label because they were all putting their money into in sync, literally into in sync yeah. and Britney Spears and all this. Like other MTV shit. just stopped playing. Yeah, yeah. rock and roll one yeah. day. Yeah, Backstreet Boys, baby. That's, yeah, well, uh, Total yeah. Request Live had a lot to do with that. I've like kind of studied this a little bit too, that how TRL like killed rock and it killed the rock star because like the mystique of the rock star was kind of killed and it became more with like being like having to engage with your fans instead of being like you know the like michael jackson like be you know like God untouchable kind yeah. of thing or whatever it's sort of like there was this sort of switch and fucking trl had this huge impact on that it's an interesting time I remember in when, music dude. like even the big dogs like mariah carey went on there and everybody was like oh my god she's a crazy person yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah you remember yeah. that yeah and was, yeah, like, i mean it, the mystique totally evaporated yes, dude i mean so many of my even some of my favorite artists i'm like hey that guy's actually kind of a douchebag like he's he's my favorite singer ever but like yeah. he's kind of an idiot <laughs> yeah what was the guy who remember the guy from oasis yeah, well, dude, those guys were something else all one together. of the Gallagher's. Yeah. yeah. Noah, Liam. Liam and Liam. Uh, Noel. Yeah, Liam Noel. Gallagher went on yeah. there and was like a goofy sweater and was a total dick. Yeah. And everybody was like, what? That was his whole shtick. Well, well, that's what he's supposed to be. That's his whole <laughs> right, bit. Yeah, and he still is to this day in a yeah. pretty hilarious way, actually. I got a lot more respect for those dudes now than I did then. I was never an Oasis guy, you know, but now I'm like, you know, they were actually pretty awesome. I've always had this tendency to like kind of dive into catalogs whether it be like zz top and you, yeah. you go, i go all the way back 100 and and eat it up for a long time yeah me too black sure. rose yeah, yeah. you name it right yeah and there was a point and i couldn't even tell you the era but i got into really into oasis and like into like b-sides and weird stuff right and they were they just had i mean they were huge in europe yeah right but so are a lot of people. So are a lot of American bands, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like Foo Fighters were big over there long before they were yeah. as big. They certainly weren't playing arenas here, and they were headline of festivals there. Right, yeah. So maybe the British connoisseurs, you know. Yeah. It's weird because, the, the you know, there's like a, there's a mystique there to like American acts. And they and you see this in like record cycles and tour cycles and, and like you're saying like young younger bands that they're pushing they'll put them on European tours and stuff to like yeah. kind of cut their teeth doing that or whatever and even like when some huge band is like putting out a new record they'll do like the tour in Europe before they do the states. Oh, it was always you know? the thing. Like yeah, yeah. When Metallica put out the Black Album, yeah. they did three months in Europe. Yeah, they do, and they're almost like warm-up shows or something yep. before they come back over to... It's, do the yeah. big thing. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? I'd be remiss <laughs> to not point out how much he looks like uh, Hugh Jackman after just getting like marginally disappointing news about something. It's <laughs> pretty <laughs> spot on. Like, Look at these Wolverine. space glasses he's oh, got over here. I went oh, to man. war with a table full of people a couple of months back about Oasis and I'm literally banging the table it's going Oasis rules you're all up your own asses <laughs> underrated my wife Oasis saw for the here weird. in Grand Rapids and they did the whole thing where they came out they played one song the brothers got in a fight and the singer left 
and the guitarist had to do the rest of the show and, and sing all the songs. It was songs. probably great. That wasn't yeah, a shtick. Yeah. That was well, like, that's the thing, dude. Like, it's right. Like, part like, of it kind of probably was shtick. Yeah. I know? mean, probably a lot of it was just fucking yeah. whiskey, too. Yeah, well, 100%. Uh, yeah. It was kind of both. Like, yeah. it was kind of like getting them all this press so they were maybe leaning into it a right, little bit also right. they were just doing a ton of cocaine and they're so, brothers and they're brothers yeah. so yeah and i mean it sounds like they pretty much fucking hate each other to this day so like yeah, you know if yeah. it's a shtick they're really going yeah. for it yeah. Yeah. They're they're really, really committed, committed. Yeah. <laughs> they're really going method with the whole yeah, thing yeah, 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 character. so when did you then switch to singing that, so that was kind of accidental like the guitar player in rocket king anthony manino we had a band uh, right before the Rock King called Hoy Polloi. And we, we, we had, <laughs> That's a great name. We, had, we wrote all these songs and couldn't find a Is singer. Is that a Caddyshack reference? I think it was a Three Stooges episode okay. or something. I don't know. It means I think like, they say it in it Caddyshack. It means like, but... you know, the common people or whatever, oh, okay, like, you okay, know, okay. the dregs. All right, all right. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was, we had all these songs and we were getting ready to go record. And I, I think I even had studio time at Station C, which is now gone. And no singer, so I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just write it, write the words, yeah, yeah. and sing it, and right. then and then we'll we'll find a singer. But and you had, had like to... been singing because you'd been doing songs like in your dad's band or whatever. So you kind of had like it wasn't just like I've never done this ever. It was in my certainly life. like a perfunctory, like I'll just do the thing. Yeah, I can do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was singing at rehearsal to just to get uh, choruses and arrangements yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So it. You would, when I was a kid, you just did it. You got yelled at if you didn't. So I, I always had that, like, you just get the fucking job done kind of attitude. Right. And so we, we recorded a bunch of stuff and then ended up finding a drummer, not a singer. So it's right. totally accidental. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking common, honestly. Like, yeah. it's kind of hard to find a singer. That's how so many singers started. I mean... There just wasn't anybody. Even to reference Dave Grohl, that's how I started. I couldn't find anybody to sing the thing. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm doing it. Uh, classic Dave Mustaine story, of course, you know, right. like all these guys that were just like, well, I guess it's just me. <laughs> I mean, I love Megadeth too. Like me too. Th that's yeah. the, yeah. I, she was they're just putting them out time. on stage and yeah. being like, do the bit. Yeah. yeah. Do the Dave Mustaine <laughs> thing, please. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It was throat yeah. cancer too. So I mean, that I fucking crazy ass voice that he has, you know, yeah. the way he sings, you know, like I saw him live in uh, a couple years ago with uh, uh, Lamb of God at uh, Soaring Eagle. And yeah, he he was nice. making the crowd sing a yeah. lot of the higher parts, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 which is fine. I mean, I mean, his guitar playing was still pretty much there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. compared to Kiko, though, you're like, yeah. oh fuck, what happened? Yeah, no, Kiko but, rules. Oh, he's God, never, he's <laughs> never been the greatest singer. Speaking of Kiko, you sent me a video, a Kiko doing a react to one of yeah, your wasn't songs. Yeah, nice of him. How like how did this happen? Well, I was like, what the fuck? I think so. Our guitar player Anthony. Um, maybe he's in his class or something. Oh, okay. You know what I yeah, mean? So they, they master class on thing the click clack. Uh -huh. yeah. So I, I think, <laughs> I think he was like, "Hey, will you, you know, check out a song?" And yeah. he did. He was just yeah. a sweetheart. He does these like react videos, you know, yeah, like fucking, yeah. and like yeah. So like, like Kiko, fucking, it was a great video. Yeah, and he fucking, uh, he was super cool. About I it. know. It badass, yeah, he's. I mean, he was an amazing player you know but yeah. he's not in megadeth anymore no recently just got yeah. kicked out he didn't get kicked out he kind of no, no, right yeah, yeah it sounded like he that. had like he's no. like his old lady was gonna yeah split he's no. just kind of like you gotta right, tell you know, yeah that's what they said he's like i got family issues yeah or whatever. didn't they get freedom back but then? on the other hand no megadeth. no 
Just saying. Oh, yeah. You can always find a second yeah. one yeah. at the end of the day. There's but one mistake. You know, he owns, though. He owns, he's part of that, um, what's that pedal that he uses? It's not a wah. No, no, no. no. Like, it's like uh, amp like a brand? and cab and everything. Black oh. star. No. I it's, don't know, dude. It's the thing. Of course, I'm not a guitar player, so yeah, I can yeah. care less. Uh, neural DSP. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, I have that. Yeah. He, he's part owner of that company. Oh, that's what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. That's, so yeah, he might yeah. not need Megadeth. He's fine. That thing he's blew fine. Up. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I had yeah. no idea that. Yeah, I mean, either. That would kind of make sense, though. And he was pushing that hard. And then Dave started. Dave was like, "Shit, That's Kiko's funny, dude. amp sounds better than mine." Yeah, and it's a panel. Yeah. An yeah, old yeah. school guy like Mustaine using and endorsing and owning amp sims. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that is crazy. Well, I mean, crazy. I guarantee they're not using them in the studio. But he's. You don't still, think so? Nah. No. They're still no, because Kiko crank, said what he was Marshalls using. He was using a, I mean, EVH yeah. and a, a yeah. Friedman or something. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. still run all the real tube amps in the studio and yeah. shit, but on, on stage, I get it, dude. Like, you know, yeah. it's like the sounds now is marginally different for somebody who's like a super guitar nerd or something. Yeah, 90% maybe, of the people like, in that no, audience don't cares, know anyway. Dude. Yeah, they yeah. Care, you know, like, and they got monitor guys. Yeah. yeah and they got a great. whole show that's whole like teams beat. like dialing that shit. And the what Axe is, Effects is awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. like you yeah. know. I'm, and as a purist, right? Like Rocket King still makes records on tape. Yeah, no, like, I'm I was not gonna a digital cat, right? <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all. But I get it. And if you're, I, I'm trying to think of um, tempo mapping, right? Yeah. So yeah. like Megadeth's whole show is tempo mapped. Yeah. To the lights and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. So and the guitar sounds will switch automatically. Yeah. Via yeah. MIDI changes. Not dance solo around a pedal board. Yeah. yeah. Which I like. I'd I, give my left nut to be able to have be on a tour like that. Yeah. And it'd, have it'd somebody nice. running fucking monitors. And I was doing, doing all that. the thing where I had it all set up for one touch switching. So it was all a MIDI thing, but it controlled the amp and effects all at once. Yeah. So you just click one button and it changes everything, but it's all real. And I still had to do it myself. Sure. And, and if for some reason, I feel like that's the line. When I got over that line of switching, uh, you know, all on a computer-based Pro Tools MIDI switching thing, switching yeah. to sounds, for some arbitrary reason to me, that's, like, too far. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Meanwhile, like, Pantera, like, Dimebag never stepped on anything. He yeah, had a guy yeah. back there dicking with shit. Exactly. Yeah, they just had same the tech thing, doing it. Right? Yeah, it's the same thing, right? I'm like, at least I'm doing it myself. I got to hit that one thing, and if right. I miss it, I fucked it up. I'm yeah, cheating otherwise. I'm otherwise cheating. I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's just how it is now, dude. But I get uh we've talked about this a little bit. I get a little pissy about bands that don't have any stage volume, like no amps at all, like they're just using all this. I have stuff. yet to experience it, so I'm oh, saying it might be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It's not, because all you hear, especially like if you're close and so like the PA, you know, is over here and whatever, and you know, whatever you oh, have yeah, subs down no the order. Noise so there's no stage volume coming at you, and so all you hear is like drums like you can hear the acoustic drums and like it just sounds weird like it sounds weirdly empty to me but maybe it's just because that's what i'm used to hearing or something get your head blown off yeah and so like i don't know i'm like just at least like especially like these pro level bands i'm like just have like one little rig you don't gotta have huge stacks but like have like a stage rig i don't know 
But I'm I'm a little more old school too with some of that. Well, shit. I mean, if there's any testament to it, man, I just bought a dual rack over an Axe Effects. Yeah. So like you know, like I was right playing there with mine you. the other day. Yeah. Huh? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and like I, you know, I grew up with one. Like so, right, I, right, I needed right. it. Like I needed a fucking dual rack. Gotta like, have it. Yeah. You need amps. You yeah. Need no, truly, truly, dude. I still love my amps. I keep debating, dude. Like. Maybe I should just fucking sell all my amps and sell all my microphones and get a fucking Axe Effects or a Neural or whatever. A- and Anthony like, and I were having this conversation. There's a lot of back and forth. He yeah. was saying. There's a lot of. There, yeah. Anthony was like, no, you get the two notes and you have yep. your amp. If do you got to do it for like yep. a tour or something, you still have your amp yep. and you have yep. two notes and you put you, yeah. you let the monitor guy do your ears. Yeah. And, it's been, well, and, and like, I'm not even gigging. This is just studio stuff. So like, it's like I can have all my amps but at the same time. Like. I don't know. It's like part of it for me is that's the fun of it, having all this crazy old tube gear and having to mic it up and everything. I yeah. love that shit. It's like I a record collection. It. But then it's also like... And it fucking sounds good. It yeah. sounds good. Yeah. But it's also <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's a pain in the ass. Like, oh, there's just some great presets in here and I just need to do what this What ain't a pain quick. in the ass, though? Name me something in, in life that ain't a pain in the True. ass. That's, True. You know, mm-hmm. everything's a pain in the I'd ass. I'd probably be sitting Especially there with the X effects going, ah, this thing's just kind of sucks. You'd probably and, throw it through the fucking window, you yeah, know? Yeah, eventually. And it's also like, I just like having like, I'm kind of like, I just want an amp that's like, here's the volume and here's the thing. I don't want to have to get, I'm a computer guy, but yeah. like, I don't want to like do that with amps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want the thing, I want to plug it in. I want it to fucking fry an egg on it. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you're a pedals guy too, though. No, I'm not at all. No? Not at all. No, I only okay. just started getting into pedals sort of semi yeah, recently. I, I, I only have the pedals that I like need. I don't yeah. really fuck with like the whole giant, you know, three by four pedal yeah. board or whatever that I'm dancing around. But no, yeah, dude, I didn't want to get into it. Well, for one thing, I had the rig that was the one touch switching, which is all based on like uh, multi effects unit. Yeah. But also, like, I get really fucking collecty, and I've said this a million times yeah. on here. But so, like, you see really? all the, you see all the books? I'm looking around here. Yeah, yeah. uh, really? Books? You? Uh, you know, all the uh, instruments and everything, you know? So, like, I know that if I get into pedals, I'm, I'm done. It's over. Yeah. If I start collecting vinyl, it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just endless fucking got to have everything. So, I kind of avoided that. But I do have probably, I don't know, a dozen. Yeah, need a pedal, buy a pedal. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. fucking. Mm-hmm. I had a question for you. Yeah. Um, You opened for Kansas uh, two thousand nine at the Fifth Third Ballpark. Yeah, I was a freshman. Uh, I was uh, there. It was awesome. <laughs> we played. We that that day we played three gigs. I really? Think. And it was like, um, and I remember um, John Sinkovich from yeah, I know from Jeff. local yeah. spins sure. was at the paper at the time. Now they didn't yeah. have newspapers. That's right? when I knew him. Yeah, yeah. So they they did like a a write up about it because we were yeah. Working so hard that day and getting paid like you know, <laughs> pennies and nickels, but we played there. I think we played festival, and we played at Mulligans. Yeah, nice, baby. yeah. So three sets. Hell yeah, yeah. It was a good. I, day. My favorite part, like the most memorable part about that show, was actually during your guys' set. You did a cover of "Jump." By Van Halen, I think Possible, it was. Yeah. I think it was you, and I just remember the audience not actually knowing when to time the jump, so <laughs> everybody was just jumping randomly, and then all of a sudden, you know, you would go jump, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's right." <laughs> you know, there's over the years, we were so drunk <laughs> at times. Yeah. We did this album called Saddle Up, and it was a studio that's de- defunct. And we, we found a one-inch tape 16-track machine, like a Tascam, and it was one of the ones used on the original Star Wars. 
Cool. Uh, well, yes. machines have like all this whole life. Like yeah, yeah, the one yeah. we use at River City now was Elvis's. Yeah. And that one was like they had linked all these 16 tracks up to do the original Star Wars. Oh. Al McAvoy had it. Oh. And it mm-hmm. was like it only went up to 15 ips, so it was real bassy, yeah. badass. So we did that whole record in like a week. And I'm an iron worker, you know, day job, right? So we were working at the Basilica there over by Fifth Street Hall. And the fabricator dicked up everything. So we're, I'm doing all these fixes, and the guy's saying, like, how much is this going to cost, and what do you do, you know, how are we going to make this right? And I was like, listen, we're going in to make a record. Make sure we don't run out of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. So in that week, like, we all took a week off of work and drank three kegs <laughs> of Labatt. That tracks. In a week, uh, right? Like, so, like, and, like, all this Wild Irish Rose or whatever, like, like, our publishing company at the time was called, like, Wild Eye Publishing. We were drinking so much okay. Wild Irish Rose. Random, yeah. But, man, when, when, I remember coming in and being like, hey, we got to do that blues song, and Al, Al saying, we recorded that last night. Yeah. And then playing back, and it was, like, done. And not remembering nice. any of yeah. it, right? Like, not even remembering, like, I didn't even have words. Oh, that shit what looks like the, it's going to fuck you up, I know dude. what this it's shit red. is, but like, Oh, it gives it's you the red, red oh, dude. dude. What is it, even? It is. <laughs> it's, like, super cheap wine that they sell. Like, you oh. get either malt liquor or that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no free plugs, B-Dub. We're trying yeah. to get yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't even know if Sponsored they're still in business, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that looks like it would taste like Burnett's. There was a lot <laughs> of it. There was a lot of it back then. So when when you're like, do you remember playing this song? People will say stuff. Remember playing this song at this gig? And it's like, fuck, I don't even remember that gig. Right, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we do, but I, like, I remember, I do remember doing like weird stuff like that. I remember singing um, nine to five yeah, one yeah. time and people being like, totally off put like it's a what bad the jam, hell dude i never i'm i'm never one to shit on a cover track dude like if a live band wants to play a cover track of somebody else i'm here for it like i, I it's gonna sound like you yeah you yeah. know because yeah. it's you doing it yeah right yeah. we don't even try to sound like whoever no, yeah, right yeah. You yeah. play the song yeah but. yeah and they're crowd pleasers, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's moments. Like, right. you're, you know, you're, like you just said, the thing I remember. Yeah. So sometimes something off the wall is what people remember. Yeah. I remember we, we used to play at this place called the Wayland Hotel. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep. Been and there a couple times. Billy was the guy that owned it. And so when I was a kid, my dad and I would connect, like we would go to Pantera shows together. Probably saw like. 15 Pantera nice, shows. Nice, nice. I never got to catch Pantera. They were I'm catching them on uh, Wednesday. I'm no, taking my kid. No, nice. My youngest one who's seven. <laughs> nice, dude. He just lost his first front tooth. His brain's going to melt. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying you're not because I'm kind of a hater on the new Pantera. Dude, it, it's obligatory for me, okay? Like, well, I'll tell you, I saw Pantera a ton of times. Like yeah. picks and, you know, yeah. Phil pulling you up on stage. Right. Like, that was awesome. Yeah, All that sure. shit was badass yeah. back then. And, like, who else are you going to get? I know. Like, who I know. else? I'm, no, I'm, it's fine. Like, I'm saying, uh, like, without without those better guys. than to replace Dimebag than his best buddy? Dude. Nobody. Literally, yeah, man. There's nobody like, else. Yeah. They, there's never like, been anybody else that was like, ever going to do That's always been. But yeah. I don't know, man. I'm still a little bit. I just feel like. I mean, yeah, Vinny's not there. I, know, I feel like they're like, just like, okay, those guys are dead. We can go out and do it now and make this big fucking cash. I mean, grab. you're probably there's probably some truth to that, but like, it worked know. on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it did. <laughs> I don't care if it's if there's 
if I get 10 minutes of feeling like I fell back then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all fair. Good it's just enough. me being a hater. Where's my $70 yeah. cheap seats or whatever? Yeah, right. Being a hipster. Yeah. Being a hater. <laughs> Give it to me. It's all right, man. I get it. Yeah. I mean, and I know that stuff inside now. I saw all those tours multiple times. Yeah. Like, I was, I was living that shit. I was living Pantera. Right. And, like... Angel Dust era Faith No More. Right. I was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that my was, favorite Faith No More record. Oh, dude. Yeah. That was so, <laughs> so key to rock and roll. Nobody gives that band enough credit of like when Epic came out in like 89 yeah. or whatever. We were just talking about it because uh, on here does the video. The yeah. fucking amazing video with the piano that explodes at the end. You know, it's so good. And the fish flopping. What the fuck were we talking about? We, I don't even remember, but it doesn't matter. But that we're changed talking about everything. Mr. Bungle. Yeah, you're talking about oh, Bungle. Oh, yeah, Bungle is cool, yeah. too. Still are, man. They're still killing it. They're, they're playing like crazy right now. That, Scott Ian is in Mr. Bungle now. Yeah, and so is the guy from Slayer, Lombardo. Yeah. What yeah, isn't Scott Ian in, dude? Well, that's I know, the, right? yeah, no. <laughs> Did you read that headline that's today fair. where it was like, no. him and Dave Grohl and Charlie yeah, Benante are putting it. out a seven inch? Yeah, it's that's for, uh, cool for Record Store Day. They did a one off track for uh, Record Store Day. They're calling it like DGI. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's their initials. Yeah. I'm sure it rocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got it. How could it not? Yeah. It's probably terrible. They're like, put it up. Right. <laughs> right. No, no kidding. Way. I love all those guys. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, it's man. crazy they wouldn't be doing it. There was a, what, I can't think of the name of the band, but Scott Ian, there was a band and they put it, they, they kind of reconvened as Motor Sister recently. And I can't think of the name of the band, but at the end, Henry Rollins took them on as his backup band. Oh, that's so awesome. And and they they rocked right, and they had all these records that all that was kind of like underground shit. Yeah. So Scott Ian, um, bass player that uh, with a mohawk I can't think of that was in like. Oh shit! I'll think of it. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then that guitar player, Scott Ian's wife, who's um, Meatloaf's daughter. Uh, what? <laughs> 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 right, and then the, the drummer. I knew that. I feel like I knew that. John Scott Ian would do anything for John Tempesta <laughs> is one of my favorite. Not, I'm not favorite, but he's amazing. So he's and he plays in this. The, yeah. the, they made these two records called Motor Sister. Okay, really that killer. Rules. If you look, if you like like rock and roll, yeah, yeah, you gotta get those albums. Yeah. And the first record was just all of that band's hits redid in like uh, a week, right, right, with right. some cool producers, right? Yeah, I was a huge. Uh, Zombie fan, white zombie fan, whatever. And Tempesta was Tempesta was the guy. Yeah, he's yeah. badass. Yeah. And now he's, he's in the cult. The cult. That's it. He's been playing in the cult forever since then. Basically, I think he's. I think yeah. on and off. Yeah, mm -hmm. I gotta Matt say, Storm. I just caught Zombie over the summer. That new drummer, or probably old drummer at this point. He's he's the dude from Manson's band, Gingerfish or whatever. Is it really? Yeah, he's that. Ooh. He's kind of a. He's kind of not. Wasn't he in? Wasn't he in? Um, what's that? Um, Loving you is like loving your dad. <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that I don't band? know, but that's the greatest song I've ever heard. I don't know what that is. Uh, Peter Steele. Oh, uh, Typo Negative? Typo Negative. Isn't he from Typo Negative, that drummer? Maybe. Maybe. I don't think so. And he was marginal, too. He might be playing with it, but I know he was from, uh, he was like the original dude in Marilyn Manson. That's why his name is It would make sense Fish that he came from Typo then. It totally could be. It's could like be. the yeah. natural evolution yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That does track, yeah. I love Typo Negative. Also, though, uh, <laughs> the original guitarists are both back in Zombies Band now because John Five left to play in Motley Crue. 
So it's yeah. Riggs and Blasco. So those yeah. guys, you know, when when they came up, was it wasn't Zombie. Zombie took them from Prong. Oh, okay. They were in Prong. So when Pr- yeah. Prong was killing it back yeah. then, they, of course, they were touring with like Sepultura and Biohazard yeah. and Pantera yeah. and all I that shit. I had that Prong record. I had that CD. Snap your finger, snap yeah, your neck. Dude, yeah, it's sure. killer. I didn't know that was those dudes. So yeah. they went in the middle of that tour, like that band broke up. Yeah. And Tommy hired those dudes to play in Prong, and they made that. Uh, the next Prong record was called, it's, it looks kind of commie, red, black, and white on the front. Yeah. Oh, I can't think what it's yeah. called. Yeah. And those guys were the guys. I saw them at the old intersection. Right. It rocked, sold out. Yeah. And and those guys were that like, one right there. Uh, nope. 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 Wow. It's, that, it's it looks like a there you go. Like Rude a Awakening, Awakening looks like yeah. Yeah. right there. Rude Awakening. Rude Awakening. Yeah. Looks kind of it does. It does. It does. Look like it came out of fucking out Mother there. Russia. <laughs> Solzhenitsyn wrote this, that one. This is from yeah. Rude Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> Touch my dick. We like music. Yes. <laughs> but that they were fucking killer. Yeah. And then the next tour cycle, they were in White Zombie. Right. 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 Took them both. White Zombie. He's also like, and I can pay you. And they're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, they're like we're in. in. Yeah. You just have to dress like a robot. Yeah. 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 We're going to play stadiums. My <laughs> first concert ever, ever was White Zombie. It was, uh, I was 11 years old. White, the first concert. 11 years old, White Zombie. My brother uh, was going and my older cousin was in from out of town. And they convinced my mom to let them take me to the, and it was, Fucking uh, the Super Suckers, you know the Super oh, Suckers. Yeah. Super Suckers open, then the Ramones. Who the I'm not even, Ramones? No, the Ramones. The Ramones. The Ramones. It was like one of the last full tours they ever did as the, the all the real Ramones. Like Blitzkrieg Bop Ramones. I'm not even a big Bad Ramones ass. fan. And <laughs> yeah, like, but how cool is that? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm neat. saying. That's and like, people who are Ramones fans are like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I caught the Ramones when I was 11. Like, what do you want?" <laughs> they, they, they opened for White Zombie at the LC Walker wild. Arena. That is a yeah. wild lineup. Because fucking uh, is that LC Walker? LC Walker, baby. And fucking Zombie was like is a huge Ramones fan you know he's like the biggest Ramones yeah, guy yeah I buy ever. that and, uh, New York shit they've done uh, he's done Ramones covers I think pretty good too yeah. he put out a whole like multi-band like you know every band doing a Ramones song yeah, tribute yeah, that, that it that was really sense. good yeah, that makes sense Chili yeah. Peppers and Metallica yeah. oh and shit I gotta check that out yeah. yeah it was good yeah that sounds awesome yeah so that was my first concert ever and I mean like it was fucking uh it's pretty scary. Not, not really. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like I was like, like yeah. You, people are like, yeah. I saw the new kids on the block. My first concert. I was like, yeah. white zombie at the Walker. That is, Bay. yeah. That is quite the badge for a first concert. I saw him a couple yeah. times yeah. in high school. I saw him at the um, the Phoenix Amphitheater in Detroit, and it was Quicksand. Okay. Uh, white zombie. On their first, like, Los Exorcisto tour. Yeah. And, uh... With the other drummer, not Tempest. With the, with the re- first drummer. <laughs> yeah. And Ivan they, something. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they were real good. And we, we, I remember I was had, like, a high school band at the time called um, Propaganda, Propaganda Death Ensemble. <laughs> That's badass. And That's a badass name. Tough to fit on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> cool cover. It's a mouthful, but it's uh, badass. It's <laughs> In metal still has the, like a lot of metal still has that problem with all these fucking long. Oh yeah, you dude. know yeah. Priscilla wears a suit coat or some yeah. shit. Name. Tony Danza tap dance yeah, extravaganza. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a banger of a name. To but be the, our guitar player Sean like was like you know because we were all like 
oh my god it's rob zombie yeah and he was like mr zombie mr zombie <laughs> <laughs> they were on, excuse me sir yeah they were, he's just like talking to <laughs> yeah. kids right we were little kids and uh he goes what what kind of cereal do you eat for breakfast <laughs> and yes. rob zombie goes i don't eat breakfast kid Next question. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he nice. stopped eating breakfast. Take him for a Count Chocula candy guy. Yeah. 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 He's more of a Frankenberry. Yeah. Yeah. The most yeah. metal of all. Yeah. 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 It really is. I've right. made the yeah. argument many times on this podcast. I'm going to make it Kill once again. Kill B-Dub over here. He's dying. <laughs> Rob Zombie, or a White Zombie, rather. Astro Creep 2000. Is the heaviest album yeah, ever? It's, it's I one of the heaviest. I did, my homework. I did my homework. I listened to it. It's what so are your good. thoughts on Astro Two Thousand? Absolutely, Terry Date Day production. Yeah. So Pantera, uh-huh. Prong, yeah. okay. all of that stuff. Deftones. I yep. absolutely see why you say it's the heaviest record that you've ever heard. Uh, I'm not. Well, it's a, I, I understand. Yeah, Technically I, speaking, I, there's I, like. So oh, you like know, you're saying, you're you're saying exist, bleed yeah. out of your ass while yeah. you chop right, your head off. Right. Die, you know, yeah. like, we get it. No, Technically, yeah. hammer smash face. But just in there's, terms no, of the sheer fuck. I get it's so like, heavy about it, man. It is man. punchy as yeah. fuck. It rocks. No, it drives. It's not all tuned down. No, it's like So Jay, the guitarist, man, he fucking knows this shit. Uh, and there's like there was loops, but not overdone. Yeah, so it good, just dude. rules. The production was grade, like man. it's still one of my Octave favorite records so of all else. time, man. And like yeah, creature of the wheel that riff and like Tempesta coming in and being able to lock to that click track, and so it sounds like sort of electronic, but it's not like you're saying like it's, it's still organic. Just in that yeah. sweet spot of like when they're still bringing made in on the tape. samples made on tape, you know, still like had all that analog shit where you had to really loop those samples for real, and like, like you know like. I mean, the difference between Astro Creep and La Sexa's Sister is huge. And I mean, that chalks up to Terry Date, one, but also Zombie. Like, he, coming in so as Rob Zombie's an interesting cat when you listen to him. And he, he made like a, a, a statement that's so true. And he basically said, and I'll paraphrase, your, your first album is always your most expensive. So and he he made right. that point like okay. it took the longest uh-huh. it took us like ten months yeah. it cost like two million dollars to make that first record <laughs> right. and then every record since has been yeah. faster and cheaper yeah because you're better and better you're just and better, better at yeah. it and you and you kind of know like well this that ain't gonna work why waste yeah. time on it right yeah everything's tested and you're better yeah. at pre-production yeah. you know what you're gonna you, do you know we're not to waste money yeah exactly so yeah. that it, it totally rings true with me as like. Now we make record, you know, you just go in there and play the goddamn thing. Yeah. And if yeah. it if it sucks, just play it again quick. It's yeah. way faster than, you know, fiddle then fucking around. It, yeah. Put it yeah. into a computer uh, and trying to do trying all to that. cut it yeah. up. Fuck all yeah. that. Do you think you lose anything with that? Because obviously, like if you know more what you're doing and start to cut those grooves and get right to the chase, yeah, you can make it faster, more effectively, whatever. Do you lose anything in the sense of like, hey, let's try this. Let's try this with the first album where it's more experimental. Mm. It's versus like you don't know like what a, you're doing. So you can kind of like because you don't know what you're doing. You can you don't create. know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. You, you, there's I mean, no there's certainly uh, um, examples of magic, right? Yeah. A mini. Yeah. Of, you know, a group gets together in a room and it's magic. But I probably like anything else. It's just man hours. Yeah. Right. So if you, the more man hours you do outside the studio. Typically, the less you're going to do in the studio. 
Otherwise, yeah, you're in yeah. there fucking around trying yeah. to figure out, was that G, D? Yeah. Like, why the fuck are we talking about that? We got to play. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we probably should have worked that out before. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying, though. When you're young, especially, and you kind of don't know what the fuck you're doing, there's, and, like, there's nobody, there's, you don't have this thing where it's, like, this is not the right way to do it. So you could just be like, what if I plug this into this, into this and whatever? Yeah. And like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And yeah. And then you get into a thing where like, now you know what you're doing. So, Oh, I can't, I can't do that because that's not the right way to do that. Yeah. You sort you of find your one path and eliminate alternate paths. You know, you, and you're always trying to, to mix it up. Right. And I remember, you know, Neil, the singer from clutch. Okay. Yeah. He had, he was given some interview and he, and he was talking about basically saying to the producer, who was Machine, who did uh, yeah. Lamb of God, a bunch of Lamb of God Yeah, stuff, he's right? done a ton of stuff. He's yeah. done a couple of those clutch records. Yeah, okay. And he was saying to that guy, like, hey, you know, we, we can't do that because we've already done that. We got to do this. And then the guy was like, cool, but you're clutch, so you're allowed to do clutch. Yeah, yo, that's true, too. Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? You're always in this cycle of you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like, everybody wants it to sound like something. Be, when you get a few records in, it's like they want it to be sound exactly like everything you've ever done and then yeah. when you do that they're like it sounds exactly like everything they've ever done yeah and if you do something totally different then it's like no it doesn't sound like them and i hate it too it's like you kind of can't fucking win sometimes it feels like acdc yeah pouring out for their original drummer right we were just oh, yeah. the so it, drummer it, just died. it sounds like what Who you're died? saying is like you don't the lose anything ACDC drummer. yeah yeah he's still rudd didn't die no the guy before 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 old in like 1968 or something no just uh yeah yes well i don't know i'm not yeah. a big acdc fan so i don't know the uh but whoever the like original original dude was just died so but no not phil rudd gotcha yeah can I get one of those beers, man? Yeah, beer course. me. I got Yangling. Beer me. Yeah, I'll take one of them. It's been a while. Sick. Thank you, sir. Ooh, look at this. They're coming with the koozie. We should get Dangerville koozies. Why yes. should? <laughs> don't you have Dangerville sick. koozies, dude? Yeah. You got to get them. Business cards aren't a tremendous handout. Right, right. right. Probably a little more useful. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm a, I run That's a can-only nice. house. I don't have any bottles. Yeah. Yeah, look at you go recycling. You in the I you, you recycle bottles too. <laughs> I, hear I just don't like the taking them back and putting the thing back. <laughs> I take my kids and, I, and then they use the money to buy Hot Wheels and shit. Oh, okay, Sick. there you go. There you go. Yeah, I use the money to buy more more booze. More beer. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been down in uh, Indiana, so I'm bringing back the Yangling. Gotcha. Yeah, it's been a minute since I had one of these. It's good. It's pretty fun. It good. is good. Uh, we were talking about tape just a little bit ago, and that's something I wanted to talk to you about because you're kind of a, sounds like Lou was talking about it, and it sounds like you're kind of a stickler for like wanting to record the tape. And I respect it, and I find it interesting, but like, like, what's your thought process on that? You just want it to be raw or not have to fuck around? Or I've, my few experiences with computers aren't, haven't been pleasant, right? You end up focusing on weird shit and, and looking at music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody looks at music yeah. you know what i mean like people fucking listen to music yeah, so it yeah, doesn't sound good uh-huh. it sucks mm-hmm. I, I don't know it, if it isn't broke you don't fix it or right, whatever right, yeah i grew up making records on tape i've made some stuff on computers i prefer the tape it's fast it sounds great. You can slam the shit out it of do, it. It does sound good. I've never, I've never made anything on tape. I've never got to ever in my life. Closest would be on ADAT. It's way easier Is to it me. Now? Everybody always says it's like way harder because, but 
that you know you it's got to be a function of what you there's know less too, move, right? there's like less quote unquote moving parts i would imagine correct you got to run the whole tank like, machine you're running well, the transport I, yeah that's, and that's, you're that's probably a bad way to put it like, that's probably a bad way to put it but i guess my point is is like you pretty much just mic up an amp and put that amp in the in the recording machine and then just go right it's yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Hey, yeah hey level yeah fader yep. yeah right and then uh, meter Sounds yeah. good. Hey, can you hit that harder? Fuck, that sounds better. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Right, you know, yeah, not yeah. that complicated. Yeah. And then you're also limited to uh, 24 tracks. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. it's at at uh, River City, track 13 is decked up. So you're, you got 23 tracks. Yeah. Well, go figure. Like you can make. <laughs> track 13 is bad luck anyway, dude. You don't want to. You don't want to put. Maybe it's the best up. one. <laughs> I don't know. But I made records on 16 tracks. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So you just figure it out. If you got a console, yeah. and you, you you just do it. Well, you guys have a, like a kind of a raw sound anyway. That's kind of like your thing. And I was kind of digging it. I was like, yeah, okay, this is just fucking back to basics. Like this is a fucking drum kit and a one one guitar. There's a couple guitar tracks going on and singing, and it's just like that's fucking it. It just sounds it's fucking not, yeah, raw. You, you, <laughs> sometimes space. I find sometimes space um, makes it sound bigger. Yeah, you have exa- you, you know, yeah. you like Smashing Pumpkins did the opposite, right? They got three reels of tape rolling back yeah, then, yeah. And whatever, seventy tracks of guitar, yeah. excellence. And it's yeah, I, there's never a right answer <laughs> per se, yeah, right, right. you know. And it's okay. I'm not the biggest Smashing Pumpkins fan in the world either. Like I don't hate. I loved Melancholy, yeah. but like before that, I was like, eh, I don't know, this doesn't do a lot for me. But I mean, like they say, like there's like all these guitars on like even like Nevermind and I'm like I don't really hear that I'm not sure that that's true it, yeah you know? I have a hard like, time believing that yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's not that like, many because that was on one reel of tape yeah, so that's 24 yeah. tracks yeah so there's like all these fucking like urban legends out there yeah. about some of this shit and stuff I'm like I don't fucking think that's reality I mean I don't think Butch Vig would really do that yeah know? I don't so think like, Kurt Cobain would yeah, do that exactly. like really yeah, like yeah, yeah. or would have done that yeah. you know like I've I, been on a huge Nirvana kick lately the, just cause like I haven't played in so long and i mean like nirvana was my very first favorite band you know and like hadn't listened to it in forever and we got on a whole foo fighters kick which i was talking about last week which then made me start going back and fucking playing some of this old nirvana shit and i'd, I'd played but i hadn't listened to like incesticide or like bleach or like you know not yeah. shit that's not never mind or in utero yeah, you know, yeah. in a while and i was yeah. like man i used to know all this shit like I knew all that. I, I used to know into that. all yeah. of it on the guitar, like every single riff. Not like they're terribly difficult or anything, but like it was like seventh grade Ross in the fucking Nirvana t-shirt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, every fucking song, you know, like, and uh, his way through teens. There was a lot yeah. that I was like, man, a lot of this really holds up, and a lot of it. I was first of all, I, I was actually sort of surprised at how punk rock it is for some reason which it, it is and i know it this yeah and it's like but having not heard it for a long time i was like oh yeah this is like really punk rock you know yeah. and so i was kind of like that was a bit of a thing and then i was also like earlier a little bit earlier shit like some of the more b-side shit that's on incesticide or whatever that's actually before Nevermind, yeah. even though it came out you know but it's i was like man like Kurt Cobain really could sing like and he always could like it but it was like his voice is not as blown out or something and some of that stuff and I was like just less drugs that's what I mean you beat me to it you beat me to it yeah all the above above. that's what I'm saying if you're you know sucking whippets back and then you gotta sing a gig you're you're hurting and I'm just like wow like this this actually sounds I've never heard of that 
Uh, <laughs> Hippie crack? I don't know that right now. I don't know. Oh, man. The whippets we, are under the table. We used to have really? <laughs> in this house in Heritage Hill, we had this... You'd come in the basement, right? And every, anybody that knows me partied at this fucking house. And there was a wet bar down there. And we would hire like a Calvin kid to to serve <laughs> beer. So the booze and, really yes. and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Calvin kids, yes. oh, fucking, they partied hard. So we would hire like a kid to serve drinks. That wouldn't cost anything. But then we would sell the whippets. And you'd have to bring the cracker back, right? So you like, guys were the you know, nitrous mafia. Fucker, you guys right? were the Grand Rapids nitrous oh, mafia. Dude. And we would go to that. Now it's like, um, what's the place on Britain? The Knickerbocker? Yeah. Yeah. That was like. The Radio Tavern and shit was there. No, right? that was further down. Oh, okay, okay. That guy, Frank. Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I cut my teeth gigging originally in my early, early bands at the radio. And we used to uh, smoke with this fucking sound guy in the basement of that place. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember all that. Yeah, and then it fucking burned down. <laughs> I remember Tomahawk in the dance floor. I was so pissed at him. Yeah. You just, you know, it's like certain bars you always end up you, you play and you end up somehow owing them $35 yeah dude it's the <laughs> blues the brothers thing. you guys drank $200 worth of beer so you owe us $130 <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous how when I was a kid in the fifth grade I was getting $100 a night yeah. for a fill in drum gig yeah. I just played one yeah. at Eastern Hall the other yeah. day and I get $100 like yeah. guess what <laughs> That don't pay for fucking no. chocolate milk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Per se. It's about the merch sales, dude. It's all about the merch sales. Somebody, uh, I talked about this earlier. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself to our 10 listeners. Uh, you know who the guitarist Bumblefoot is? Yeah. He was just going off about how uh, he's like, musicians nowadays are just traveling t-shirt salesmen. And I was like, yeah, I can yeah, see it. I can yeah see it. that's that really kind of really depressing. That's where I get most of my clothes from. So I get most of my shirts from. yourself in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna change yeah. into my ZZ Top shirt, which I always wear, and I forgot. I love old ZZ Top They're, so much. ZZ Top's one of my favorite bands of all. Trey Sombres and Fandango. So I've good. listened to those so fucking good. albums so many times. And I like being a little bit younger, and when because my, my dad was playing it constantly, is the fucking is Eliminator and the fucking killer. I love that shit. There was, what is it? Eliminator, Afterburner, and uh, Recycler are yep. kind of like the trio of like synthy, you know, bringing yeah. in all that shit, dude. Every uh, every I love people so much, shit dude. on that now, but you they forget what a game changer thing that so was. So good, and it was like I don't um, know if they shit on it now. I feel like they used to shit on it, and now it's come back around again to like being. You cool might be right. Or yeah, I know, just like, remember the people shitting on it and being like. Fucking eliminate it. It was so hard, dude. It's so good. Oh, it's like, so good. You can't dude. knock them. They had that whole shtick on MTV. Dude, dude so good. They were the biggest thing biggest, on MTV. Yeah, Old yeah, yeah. ZZ Top With was the biggest thing on MTV. Beards and like, I was, it was like them and Huey Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild to think about. You've seen the documentary so where they're like, they're talking about it and they're like, they had to, like, the guy who made those videos was like, I had to figure out a way to take this band that had zero sex appeal and put them on MTV. And that's so why they, they just weren't in the videos. Yeah, except they like, came up with this end. concept of, like, yeah, like, it's about, well, they're like, help, they're like this phantom band who's like helping this other kid get laid in this video or whatever, you know? It's so funny, but oh those videos God, were is. huge. They were and, huge. And they, they fucking, they rule so hard. And they still fucking rule, dude. I still love the top. They were playing, like, 
my our my buddy Kenny, who was in the Rocket King for a million years, mm-hmm. was like conceived at a ZZ Top show. Yes, right. Ah, like in the blood. one of many. Yes. 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 Yeah. Right. Like how many people mm-hmm. have that story? That's yeah. a ritual by Billy That's Gibbons. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he wishes. Yeah. Possibly a uh, Dusty oh, Hill. It wasn't even Billy Gibbons. Jesus. <laughs> Lusty Dusty Hill. R.I.P. Who's the gal? So the um, we're an American band, and they sing about sweet, sweet Connie. We're like, an American they, band. Is that Grand Funk? So that, that Connie is the gal that is like the groupie that everybody talks yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> there was some story like where the whole ZZ Top, the whole band... Yeah. Was it doing Connie? Yeah. And like, oh, oh my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Frank Beard's all up in the, uh, <laughs> Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tagging in. Oh, my goodness. Lusty Dusty Hill. Yeah, man, the fucking, the fucking rules. Uh, I, I got lucky. I saw ZZ Top live twice. I got, got to see him a couple times, so. I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him a few times, yeah. and they're, they're like, uh, total pros. Oh, yeah. I bet. And then at the end... They play a bunch of old shit, you know. Jesus just left Chicago, stuff so, like that. So We've done that before. Rocket yeah. King has played that. So, did you do the? You got to do both songs. Did you both? Do, okay, okay. You fucking know what I'm killed about. it. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Double drummers and the whole bit. It was nice, good. nice. So when I the second time I saw the top, the first time I saw him was that summer celebration in Muskegon, uh, and that ruled. But uh, I was at this fucking. Uh, a home show. What do you not call it? Not a home show, a trade show in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. The International Builders Show. It's one of the biggest trade shows in the world. It's in Vegas. It's massive. And Las Vegas Convention Center. Yeah. 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 And the whole thing is filled with all every building product you can imagine. And I'm there for work and do the show or whatever. And uh, my boss leaves. I'm, I'm left there basically on my own for like a day. And I'm doing the Vegas things. My first time there. I'm going up and down the strip, whatever. And uh, so fun. These dudes start talking about how there's this <laughs> concert after the thing, just for the convention center exhibitors. You have to be an exhibitor to go. And uh, and then it turns out that it's ZZ Top. And <laughs> I, I am I am moments away, like they're they're on their way. Yeah. And I don't have a ticket or fucking anything. And I'm like, what, what, what? You know, I'm like, stop everything. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're like, yeah, you got to be part of the convention center. Sorry, dude. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm I, in the thing. I'm I the dude. The I'm, I'm a guy. <laughs> so it's me. I take the tram back, run into the thing. And like it's like shutting down, and I like I, the front desk people. I'm like, "What's the deal?" I hear the tops playing. I'm in the thing. I need a they're, ticket. they're like, <laughs> "There's, they're like, yeah, there's still some tickets because like, uh, apparently nobody like, believed they were playing. Well, no, yeah. like not everybody like loves the top or like, whatever. What? I don't know. And like, and so like I get the fuck, I get the ticket. I have to basically like rush <laughs> over there. And I'm fucking like, I end up in there and I'm like, I'm front row. There's not, I mean, it's a full house, but it's not like packed. I mean, there's thousands of exhibitors at this thing. And I'm just like, I can't, this is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened to me. And to back it up real quick is uh, before that, there were these dudes standing out there that were ZZ Top impersonators. 
Oh, no. But I didn't know they were impersonators. <laughs> and there was a whole line. Okay. And I figured, no, 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 hear me out. Because I'm thinking it's for the exhibitors. They might actually have this. It's not like just a, a regular concert. Yeah. There's a meet and greet oh, thing. Oh, like a for. record signing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's for the thing. It's not just like a song. Yeah. And I'm waiting in line. And I can't see. You can't see them or anything. Yeah. Right? Like, you see, there's maybe some dudes, right? They got beards and whatever. Just a sea I think I know where this far, is going. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like waiting in line and i'm like fucking Jesus. and yeah. fucking, i get up there and i'm like i like get in there because you only get like moments to get your picture taken you know just like whatever and i'm like i fucking love you guys blah, blah, blah. take my picture yeah sweet thanks and then like i'm leaving and i'm kind of like i don't really I don't really know, and I, I sent the picture to my brother, and my brother, and I'm like, I just fucking met ZZ Top, whatever, and he's like, ZZ Top, he's like, Billy Gibbons is not a four foot Mexican dude, man. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, fuck, and it's like one of the most embarrassing things ever. But it, I was still so stoked. I, but, I would blow it up and frame it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, I need to find it because it was it was hilarious. I'm he like, texted me bragging, yeah. he's like, dude, I just gave Billy Gibbons a hand job, yeah, yeah. Yeah. dude. Yeah. I would I would make it. An and sweatshirts to give them for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But the top did play for real and they fucking killed and it was like one of the coolest things. That's like, awesome. Yeah, just like this random bonus ZZ Top show Last out of nowhere. Last minute seeing ZZ yeah, Top. <laughs> yeah, they're killer. Yeah, and I've been obsessed with them fucking ever since. Just That kind of era too, like, and of course they, they were huge in the 80s, but it, in the MTV era, but before that, long before that, and you think about that era, so DeGuayle, that mm-hmm. album with uh, I'm Bad, I'm Nationwide yeah. and all that shit on it, yeah. right? Uh, cheap Sunglasses. Yeah. So they had they had a contract with London and made all those early ZZ Top records. And then London Records put out like a Greatest Hits album. And they got signed to Warner Brothers and went to like paris for a year or something like huh. and then um dusty hill went and worked at an airport yeah 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 the, they uh they took a that was after that fucking crazy uh tour they did that the uh with the fucking White Buffalo. Texas. yeah yeah they like basically they didn't like break up but they were like all right we're taking a break for like a while yeah like yeah. billy gibbons moved to paris <laughs> yes you're right yeah uh, the drummer frank beard did heroin he went to rehab he was so fucked up on heroin that was part of the break as they were like he needs to go to rehab gotcha yeah, you're right and billy dusty hill yeah. went and worked, worked at an airport, airport throwing luggage so, on those trucks uh, and nobody recognized some, uh, him for a year assumed name dude yeah. it was just some random it's name patted yeah. down by dusty <laughs> tsa i'm john smith with a beard yes well that's the other part of it is that's when they started growing the beards they didn't always have the beards you're right it was, it was like kind yep. of a hide. They came back uh, after this was Disguise. like two years later. The management's like, all right, guys, we get a, let's get it back together. And uh, they all show up. And Frank Beard, the drummer, yep. shows up all fresh out of rehab, clean shaven. Yes. Right? The other guys show up from fucking fresh from fucking Paris and yeah, the airport. The airport. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just like fully bearded. Just yeah. like, oh, fuck. Uh. Yeah. You know? like, the nine to five life. Yeah. <laughs> that album is killer. So that's the first yeah. Warner Brothers album. Okay. DeGuayo. And if you go back and listen to that, it's like all of those ZZ Top records. I equate, you know, like pristine those Pantera records are, right? Mm-hmm. Like perfect. Yeah. Sonics, those ZZ Top records are the same. And all of those cats, like a lot yeah. of those guys ended up recording Van Halen albums, uh, that uh, makes sense. Doobie Brothers albums, yeah. stuff like that. Which so are they, high production. High though, fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. 
great sounding albums. Yeah. So all those ZZ Top records sound so good. Yeah. But they were like kind of like to your point earlier is like they were kind of making shit up. I mean, everybody was and two points still do. But like like the ZZ Top, they were talking about they made this square wall of amps where the amps are all facing each other in a square, which is crazy. And so they could just like move the mic like up oh. and down these different amps and shit. And I mean, like, Wild. so I mean, there was still like no fucking rules, you know, but it really still isn't. Yeah. True that. Yeah. Like now you can. Just buy a fucking boss pedal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was my first pedal, boss heavy metal pedal, baby. Now <laughs> boss pedal, it's like the new boss pedal yeah. called amp and cab or yeah, something. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, fuck a hundred dollars. So think of what some kid's gonna do. It's an amp sim in the palm of your hand, dude. Yeah, for, I was just for fucking around with, uh, with Garage Band, the free daw for mac that you can just download and i'm like man could you like the technology that's just in garage band honestly bands would have killed for 20 years ago you know like you know if you're to save a lot of money yeah yeah yeah. could you imagine like some of these acts like if they would have just had access to just this free it's free yeah you know like it's unbelievable that's how my buddy started that's how with with garage band you can do almost anything he was like i kind of like start i kind of like playing music but i got this garage band thing so we just started putting samples together in garage band it was like coming up with songs so easy like yeah garage (laughs) band's just like drag and drop literally yeah that's what he was doing yeah you know you can do all that shit. In I still couldn't do it. <laughs> you could, Mr. Tape. You could have spent five years <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. And then you just get your tape emulator plug oh, in. Yeah. yeah. Put yeah. it on the master yeah. track. Yeah. Turn it to dirty as fuck. Yeah. You're ready to rock. Turn it to tape. Oh, I love how you're taking off your leather jacket to reveal more oh, leather. leather. <laughs> that's, that's the most metal that move is, there, that there is, possibly yeah. is, dude. If you take off the Hot. t-shirt and there's another leather t-shirt yeah, under. More leather. It's like Chewbacca sweat. Yeah. <laughs> it is getting hot in here. Let's take a quick fucking break here, boys, because I gotta right. take a piss, being honest. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> so we've got this fucking uh you know we got fucking uh cameras on us now, boys. You know we're Hi Mom. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. We're finally here. We're finally here with the cameras. We're, it's the, been a, we're in the big times now. It's been Can't a long see? time yeah. coming. So <laughs> since we did the show last week, there's just been an unbelievable amount of mail, fan mail. Oh my god, so show. much. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's coming in. We had to fucking have B dub fucking haul in the whole goddamn mail sack from the mailbox over there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, and here it is. The mail sack is, is in just Oh, look how full it is. Yeah. Fan mail. They're all laid flat. What's that there? weigh? 40, it's 50 pounds? Mail. It's deceptively full. Detroit Lions colors. Unbelievable. Santa Claus has got nothing on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking... Uh, so, we're going to reach into the mail sack here a little bit. The mail sack. And we're going to uh, hear what the uh, what the fans have to say about the... Uh, I set this down next to your cat. Now there's hair all over this mail sack. <laughs> oh, no. It's a hairy mail sack? It's a hairy yeah. mail sack. You got a dude. hairy mail sack there? <laughs> Weird. Okay. Well, just kind of, you know, just stroke it. It'll Some, come off of there. So, well, okay, let's see. Let's let's dive into God the mail it. sack here, God guys. All right. <laughs> Ryan, how are you reading mail if you're not even pulling it's, it from the mail it's sack? A, uh, is the it's question. an... <laughs> it's... <laughs> 
These are letters, handwritten letters we're reading here. We'll touch this right stuff now. in post, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to need a green screen. Case, so. yeah. All right, we're diving into the mail sack. Can we make it look like he's pulling it out of the mail sack? Let's see what we got here. All right, this is from Nicole in New York. Of course. I love her. Yes. Love Nicole. She says, uh, hey guys, love the show. So cool you have video now. I wanted to say I think Matt looks a lot like Ryan Gosling. Mm, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I missed a line there. It says, Matt looks a lot like Ryan Gosling if he had Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof. No way, bro. Gosling's That's got rough. nothing on this mug right here. <laughs> That's rough. Shout out, ladies. <laughs> All right. No, he's... <laughs> Let me go ahead and pull an actual letter out of the mail sack here. <laughs> Take a little peek to see what they've got to say. All right. So this one appears to be Janine from Soda Springs. Shout okay. out, Janine. Appreciate you writing in. So Janine from uh, Soda Springs, Idaho writes, congratulations to the guys at Dangerville for adding video to their platform. Mm-hmm. The addition of this new form of media now gives fans uh, an entirely different way to not listen to their festering shit sack of a podcast. <laughs> you guys suck. Uh, a little harsh. Yeah, harsh. A, she's probably being sarcastic. Maybe yeah. a little rough. Yeah, there. she's yeah. probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's see what hey, else we got you, here. Fuck you, Janine. Yeah. 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 Janine. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're gonna dive in here. This is a letter from Derek in St. Louis. Mm. Thanks for reaching out, Derek. He says, uh, "Great episodes, guys. But the uh, the glare off Ross's bald head made so much lens flare. I thought it was directed by J.J. Abrams. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lens flare." Lot of lens flare, boys. <laughs> Sorry about that, Derek. We'll we'll, we'll get better about that. Yeah, maybe right. polish it a little bit less. You know, less turtle wax, maybe. <laughs> I feel like there's a Josh lens joke in there. There, there yeah, is. I know. There I, know. Is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be the one to bring it up because yeah. that's a little weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> pull out another one here. This one's from uh, Stephanie in Des Moines, Iowa. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Who Love writes? Des Moines. Uh, that's where Slipknot and Devil Wears Prada is from. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Double whammy. Two greats right there. Indeed. She writes in, Ed, thought you looked great on camera. You're making too much out of your small stature. If you want to see something truly diminutive, try looking at the aggregate views of the first 71 episodes of the Dangerville podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> shout out, shout Fair out to point. our buddy Ed. I mean, disconcerting for yeah. sure. You guys have yeah. such loving fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see harsh, what I got in the, harsh, uh, yeah. in the mail sack here a little bit there. Oh, uh, this one uh, that I'm... Clearly pulling out of a real mailbag. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, this is weird. This is from uh, the Wilfred, Wilfred Brimley estate here. Mm, okay. Diabetes. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. The Wilfred Brimley yes. estate. The very same. Let's see what, what, they, what they have to say here. Oh, this is actually a, a cease and desist letter citing copyright infringement from Matt's mustache. From the Wilford Brimley. That joke's falling flat, baby. I'm all trimmed up. I'm looking, uh, looking tight on. these days. The Beatus. That worked that a lot one, better That one probably aged just yeah. as well as yeah. Wilford Brimley himself. Yeah. You're going to have to lawyer up for the uh, Wilford Brimley estate. It's coming see, after you, Did you, you see the, the stats on when he did the Cocoon movie? Yeah, it's like... He was like, like 43? Yeah, like, he's 32. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm like five years older than Wilford yeah. Brimley. How yeah. old am I? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Drink him, man. A little bit. Wolf Brimley's the man. It's like all the '80s or all the '80s movies about high school, where they just make these 43-year-olds look like they're in high school. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. like, Did you see the the Super Bowl where the that? The I guy didn't that, watch the Super Bowl. So the, there's a, there's the singer gal. There he is. There what the fuck's her name? Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And then there's, so there's a football player. <laughs> that, bitch. that one chick. There's uh, a football player that's banging Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, yeah. 
and then he's yelling at Wilford Brimley. <laughs> so the coach, the coach looks exactly yeah. like oh, Wilford yeah. Brimley. Yeah. And then he's yeah. just yelling at her, so then you can just write anything on there. Yeah. And then today they're like, the memes, they're showing Wilford Brimley making out with Taylor Swift and him yeah. yelling. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at Look at him. Oh, my God. Yeah, look at him. Dude, it's unbelievable. That is. Fucking awesome. There's also this uh, fan that goes to the Kansas City Chiefs games who dresses up exactly like the coach Andy Reid. Yeah, and it is fucking spot on. That is funny. Just glorious. It's so good. God damn. So can you find the Travis Travis whatever Travis Tritt yelling at Wilford Brimley? If you can find that, it's (laughs) it's just brilliant. And that poor guy, for the rest of his life, is just going to be memes. Yeah. Wilford oh, yeah, Brimley yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. He's yeah, that, was right? a, that was a real heat of the moment He's a hundred, right? What sure. does he care? We also, more, Andy uh, Reid's like 70-something and had a knee surgery a couple of years ago and some 260-pound dudes banging into him, so maybe take it easy there, Travis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have more. Uh, uh, we got more on the mail sack here. So we've got here. one from Mike from Batman Turkey, actually. We're out in Turkey. We're huge in Turkey. What? Batman Turkey. Okay. It's a real place. Right. Indeed. They, yeah. they love us in Turkey. So uh, listen to your last podcast. Your producer has clearly hitched his wagon to a tremendous couple of horses with great potential upside. A wise investment of his time for sure. If you're looking to make a similarly brilliant investment with your money, B-Dub, I've got a great opportunity for you with a promising stock called Blockbuster. Hit me up on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a sound investment, I'm sure. Lucrative, yes. Yeah. All right, I got one more here. Uh, I got a couple more here, actually. This one is from uh, Kristen in Cincinnati, has written in here. Hey, Kristen. She says, uh, you know, seeing Ross on camera, I now know what Casper the Friendly Ghost would look like if he had died at 40. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Jeez. All right. All right. Harsh harsh, harsh, uh, feedback from Kristen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, jeez, Kristen. Let's see Looks Keyboard like warriors. Hey, there is a plus here. Most of these have been from women. So, like. <laughs> yeah, it could be ladies. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Any right. port in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've got one more over here. Last one uh, on my side, at least, is from Yanni okay. from Wanawan, British Columbia Boys. Wow. Damn. So, it says, damn, video looks great. You guys must have spent a fortune to get it up and running. But if you really wanted to improve the show, a wiser investment would have been a gun and three bullets. Saves yourself <laughs> and all of us the time and boredom and just end it all now. Oh, okay. Did it just get warm in here? Tough yeah. one from Yanni. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a couple more here. Steve, the, the sheriff's system. coming, Yanni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get to make threats like that <laughs> yeah, in America. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, I'm going to reach deep into the, the mail sack here and see what we, uh, what we come up with here. All right, this one here is from uh, Vanessa in Italy. Wow, another we're, we're pretty international, man. Yeah. We're doing all right. Uh, she says, uh, "Hey guys, long time listener. Cool. Uh, I used to lay in bed at night listening to your sultry voices as I touched myself. Mm. Wow, wow, Damn. pretty forward here. Yeah. She listened to any of my episodes. Wow, dude? Vanessa. <laughs> what else does she have to say? She keep She's Italian, here. dude. She says, uh, but now that I've seen your faces, I've discovered my true self and have become a full-blown lesbian. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Vanessa. I guess we do what we." Vanessa, you like women, I like women. (laughs) We have so much in common. (laughs) Man, okay. As as Lemmy would say, you can't win them all, and even if you could, where would you put them? (laughs) (laughs) 
And I got one more here. I do got one more right in here from, uh, this is from Jeremy in Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. He says, uh, hey guys, it's so cool to finally see that vintage book collection you're always talking about in the pod lounge. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm a fellow book collector. That's mm-hmm. cool. He says, uh, looks like you've got some great stuff in there. Uh, you should try reading some so you actually have something fucking interesting to talk about. Yep. Okay. All right, Jeremy. No, Tough crowd here. Yeah. Tough crowd, yeah. letters out yeah. of the mail sack. Too. You know, yeah. he has read some. He has read some. I think maybe we Most to, of the uh, ones with pictures in them, but... <laughs> put the mail sack away for the night. I'm feeling a little... Feeling a little discouraged here. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah. Jeez, I thought we were onto something here. Yeah. <laughs> And that completes that terrible segment. <laughs> that was a banger. I like that. What would it feel like now to live in California now? Like, okay, you got a guy from L.A. talking shit. I, you couldn't pay me. Last time I was in L.A., to in I thought LA? to myself, like, yeah. if I never go back to California again, I'll be fine. I got friends that still live in L.A. I was there in 2020, so right before the fucking Pandy hit. Yeah. And uh, I was actually there for the NAMM show. And I, I kind of like, I love L.A. I, it's Obviously, it's been a few years, but I also have been to San Francisco. We talked about this recently, too. I'm repeating myself, but uh, I hated San Francisco. Hated it. And so, I don't know. So, I got kind of mixed feelings about it. I don't know what's going on there now, you know. So, But I still got like a lot of friends that are living in L.A. So. I know plenty of people, but it's like... No thanks. Yeah. Not Can't own 30 round mags in LA, so I'm already out. <laughs> <laughs> can't what? Can't own 30 round mags in LA, so I'm already out. Oh, fuck. You probably can't do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, you probably yeah. can't have, you know, like a diesel truck or anything. Right, right. Yeah. 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 It that, seems pretty goddamn lawless out there, man. And like these days, you never know what's real and what's like bullshit, yeah. meme, fake yeah. footage, but you're just like, like the smash and grab type stuff going on. LA is insane. I, I loved it, but again, I didn't live there, you know, and I, I was just yeah. there with friends, so I'm. I mean, I was like having a blast, you know what I mean? But like living there is probably something altogether different. Yeah. I mean, like I was there with my brother the last time and he was like, I hate this. It's just a huge concrete. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, I just last time I was there, I just, I, all I could think was that's a lot of taillights. Oh, dude, it's just endless traffic. And like, I'm sure like and again, like living there, you got to live out and fucking van ives or something you know you're, yeah. you're not like you don't like live like in like you know in downtown, downtown no, LA you're, 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 living in Hollywood. Like, you're living in sacramento or yeah. whatever i guess that's north but like you know what i'm saying Still, yeah. yeah in the valley living, yeah, in, living in the goddamn yeah. valley you know ready to fucking shoot yourself because it's five thousand you know, like, degrees if you're in a regular town you're like all right this was fun let's go to the next bar and then if you're in la and you do that you get in the car and then you're sober two hours yeah, or something, you know, yeah, like five yeah. blocks. I should have never left the fucking bar. Right. Yeah. right. Even if it started to suck, it's better to sit in the car looking yeah. at the dashboard. I was at this fucking spot when we were there and they charged me for ice in my drink. Huh? And that's, I was a, like, that's a good move. I was like, what? <laughs> and I mean, I definitely called them out on that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not paying for ice in my drink. Yeah. And they were like, no, it's because you ordered it on the rocks, and this is like a special rocks ice or something. And I'm like, <sighs> go directly me. fuck yourself. You know? Spare like, me. Meanwhile, like, you go to Nashville, and they're just uh, throwing yeah. beers at you. Yeah, Put yeah. the water in a Brita filter, and then give it to me, and then freeze it, and then like, give it to me. Like, I, I literally like, said to you, I go, so if I order a water... <laughs> I'm just going to order a water that's free and then order a neat whiskey and I'll just fucking take the ice out of that and yep. put it in. He's like, yeah, I guess you could do that. And I'm like, 
fuck all the way off right now. What is this? And then I was like, is this an LA thing? So I start asking my friends, and they're like, I've never heard of this. They're like, no, no. They're probably just think you're some rude. You got out finesse there, yeah, which I yeah. clearly oh, am. You know, but like, so I they don't know. But, yeah, I was like, fuck that. You, you went full Karen on them, dude. You, you went, <laughs> <laughs> it was some bullshit. Kind of had to though. Like, yeah. I probably would have yeah. like, hey, <laughs> like, yeah. I would have passive aggressively said some shit and then submitted real quick. Like, hey, what is this? Oh, we do that. Oh, okay. But I do like, highly <laughs> recommend the. Uh, you, you, I, you're probably not into gear enough to go to like the Nam show. You know, like that would be fun. Can they yeah. do it in Nashville? Can I go to the Nashville? One? They should do one in Nashville because they do I two think they a year, do, right? I, not to my knowledge, maybe I'm. I don't know. I know they do two a year, and it would really make a lot of sense if they did like the winter one or whatever, the summer one or whatever in nashville yeah. i think they do because i've they seen could, like yeah. i've watched like uh that would make recording sense. shows yeah. that are there right 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 and nashville's I, fucking fun i'll too. go there all yeah. the time we used to yeah. party there quite a bit yeah and that's a good town like you yeah. just walk into a bar and it's super small it's like, happening yeah yeah it's like you it's i mean it's basically kind of like i'm sure there's other spots but there's kind of like the one strip and there's like what is it printer's alley so my or dad my dad was in there in playing printer's alley with Ronnie Frey. So this would have been, I guess it would have been the late 60s. Yeah. And he said, my dad, who was who partied, let's say. Right? Nice. Is your dad that, still around? No, he passed away at 18. So. Right. Yeah. We have a scholarship. At, at 18? You no, know, in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he really got to work. 72, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we have a scholarship. We, we raise money. We have events every year. and we, It's called the Hell Beverage Memorial Scholarship. And we give the money away to GRCC music students. Nice. Yeah. Sick. It's good. Yeah. But he said, of all the people we ever met, that Waylon Jennings was the most fucked up guy. Yeah. And he would, they would have to put two pots of coffee in him <laughs> to get him to be able to sit on a bar stool right. and set in and print it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, like, tons of cool Waylon Jennings stories. Yeah, that's, that's cool wild. that he knew him. That's I cool. just watched that. Uh, have any of you guys caught that fucking... It's a documentary about the making of We Are the World that's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix. Okay. Uh, maybe it's YouTube. I don't know. It don't matter. But there's a cool documentary, you know, that whole song and shit. And, like, I love that shit. So Waylon yeah. Jennings was there at fucking We Are the World. <laughs> and, uh... Sorry, Stevie Wonders trying to do the a verse in Swahili or whatever, oh, right? God. He's trying to get everybody to do the thing in Swahili, which they don't even speak in Ethiopia, which is <laughs> yeah, for yeah. and Waylon Jennings. <laughs> oh, Waylon wow. Jennings Whoops. tells uh uh the fucking producer guy fucking he tells him he goes hey ain't no good old boy ever saying nothing in swahili and he leaves he just leaves the session he's out oh my god <laughs> you got no time for that it's shit. Just, yeah. and it's like all on camera you know? learning no he swahili just, he just, he's like all right that's enough for me i yeah. came in and did the thing yeah i ain't no good old boy never did nothing in swahili i'll oh see you guys god. next time <laughs> I like how I like how they're saying the wrong language. They're gonna learn a verse in the wrong language that and doesn't like, apply. People are like, and they're trying to like, you know, it's Stevie Wonder. And it's he's like the like, most painfully American thing. Yeah, ever. yeah totally. <laughs> he's like one of the main dudes. You know, it's fucking it's Lionel Richie yeah. and uh, and Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. And so like nobody can really like. So like it's Stevie and people are kind of like, eh, maybe this isn't the best idea. See, people aren't like getting yeah, it. Like yeah, like Stevie yeah, paid for yeah, the studio yeah, time yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they're kind of like. Uh, you know, and he's like, that's dude doing the thing, and like everybody's like, what? And like, have you seen the classic meme of fucking Bob Dylan at yes. fucking 
lost in space. It's so funny, dude. And Bob Dylan, especially, ever, he's high as fuck, has no idea what's going on. It's this, but anyway, you should watch. Oh, Kenny it's Rogers, Kenny Rogers. Yeah. dude! And it's it's all all that shit aside. I mean, that's all part of why it's so good. This documentary is amazing. You know, it's Kenny amazing. Rogers, fucking seventies Charlie's Daniels. Yeah, dude. Charlie Daniels is Charlie so Daniels good. Rules, dude. My kids yeah. sing that all the time. Um, yeah. Call up Trudy on the telephone. I don't know. Send a letter in the mail. <laughs> okay. Like they sing seventies. Like my kids got good taste in music. Right. We'll take the I phone bet, yeah. and just pass it around the truck. Oh. Clockwise, you know. So like every song's like somebody uh, else's pick. Oh, sick. Oh, there's yeah, MJ. There's MJ, oh, dude. Look at him. Michael yeah. just stood there. He's there by himself before anybody else gets there. And does all his parts. Naturally. And, Diana uh, Ross. Diane, dude, it's everybody. But the guys who kill it more than anybody are fucking Daryl Hall. And who still kicks ass. Who still rules. And fucking Steve Perry. They're, they're, <laughs> <'cause>, oh, <laughs> they pair them up. They're all paired up on microphones. And they There's pair Willie. up. Willie. Willie Nelson's there. Fucking everybody's there, dude. There's literally like 45 Please tell me A-list. Huey Lewis is there. Huey Lewis is there. He gets bumped up because Prince doesn't show, so they bump Huey Lewis up to a solo spot. He gets to take because Prince's of Prince's spot. Show? Yep. Probably because Michael was there and they didn't yes, like each other. They had, they had a that whole... Because <laughs> it was the... Uh, <laughs> the whole thing was about the American Music Awards was happening, and that's why everybody was in town. And uh, so, yeah, Bruce. there was this whole rivalry... Bruce, yeah, fucking just everybody's there, dude. It, it's a great documentary. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Oh, the danger kills zone. it. And, and I said this uh, after a couple weeks ago, but like fucking uh, Quincy Jones is a producer. That's a guy I couldn't think of earlier. Of course he and, yeah, was, yeah, right. Yeah, and he's the best that's ever been. And fucking uh, they, he, at the end of the doc, he's like his guy, it's the engineers driving him home to his house. And he goes, Quincy just leans over to me and he's exhausted. And he goes, man, them white boys really brought it. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the funniest thing. There he is. There he is. So Huey, so Huey Lewis, do you remember, um, what was the song where they were buried up to their necks in sand? I remember that, but it I was, don't know. The, I don't know which song. It was is. on Sports, which yeah, was the record. Yeah. So like that era, my dad was on the run from the feds. <laughs> And this would have been like 84. Your dad is that possibly is a, the coolest yeah. guy that's ever He's already a legend. He's something else, man. Yeah. When he died, it, like we had a, uh, what do you call it, a celebration of life at mm-hmm. Eastern Hall, and they stopped counting at 700 people. Wow. Damn. Yeah, it was, fucking, yeah. Oh, it was great. We still, like I say, we still do stuff every year, raise money. It's great. That's awesome, yeah. But we, we went, so he, I can't believe my mom let us go, but my sister Feather and I, there's six of us kids, we went down to... Daytona, yeah, and he was playing at the Iron Horse under an assumed name. So he, they, he, they would call him. He was like going under Jesse James. So they would be like Jesse. I'd be like, Why are they calling you Jesse? He's like, Shut up, kid. <laughs> so we, he had a buddy back then. Like the, they would just unplug the cable if you didn't pay the bill. <laughs> yeah, you know dude. what I mean. Yeah. Like they'd undo it on yeah. the pole. Yeah. So my first experience with cable TV was in Daytona Ormond Beach. Uh, where, where he was staying, yeah, and they put the cable in, and we were watching like MTV, yeah, and that was what was happening. Yeah, was yeah. Jump. Also, sorry, but Dan Aykroyd also there, dude. Hilariously, for unknown reasons, wait, Dan what? Aykroyd, what do you mean, unknown reasons, Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers, and and Ghostbusters was the biggest thing in the world, and they were just trying yeah. to get the biggest stars in the world, but you know, not really a singer, you know, and they were trying to get all these Tina Turner, oh Tina. 
Dude, everybody there. There's Quincy, Ray. That was a good movie. Remember uh, the Ray Jamie movie? Jamie Foxx did yeah, that yeah. movie. That was really good. Let me get another one of those beer skis, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> I'm supposed to be giving you drinks. Some motherfucker shows up with a cooler. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Balling out yeah, of control. Old pro, you know. Yeah. Been here once or twice. <laughs> yeah, you definitely watch this. Out. It's fascinating, dude. Just like just seeing all these people and like... Uh, they're the MCI machine. So that yeah, right there. Yeah, tape machine, yeah. That's an MCI tape machine, whatever that the fucking number is. Yeah. That's what they got at River City. Nice. That was Elvis's. Nice. That was a big deal. Like that was yeah. uh that was a Sony, right? They, yeah. Like Sony bought that company. Yeah. They still work. They there's a company yeah. in Nashville. There's a studio called 1979. Yeah, this is 1979. I know all about it. It's so amazing. So, and he's got that whole tape machine. So company. he made he refabs yeah. he refurbishes yep. that tape machine. Yeah, and he's called Mara Machines. Yes, his, his last name is Mara. Yep. He does. I don't think it's just that tape machine. He does a bunch. He, but he does he, a two track. He yeah. that brand. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like that's his deal. But he's very like his whole shtick is like we redo these tape machines and then you're a customer of ours, but we only work on our own tape machines, meaning like the ones that they've redone. Well, so it's there's like a million of them. So you, you, yeah. they'd be like fixing, they would never have, they'd yeah. be all like repairs. So it's like if you get a Mara machine, now you're one of our clients. And so we'll, we'll re- take your call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So do they, do they serialize guy. them with their own serial number? Yeah, then? probably. Yeah. They, they kind of like LED them up and yeah, put like little put signs on them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they relap the heads and dude, all that shit. That studio is one of the coolest. I watch endless studio tours on shit. It's dude. pretty badass. And that studio is so cool. And that guy, I just got like, I'm just like, this guy's fucking a bad motherfucker. Like, he also is one of the premier vinyl cutters. That's like what his actual money-making money, real money-making business is. Oh, he's cutting lacquers. Dude, yeah. Yeah. They say they do like 200,000 cuts a month. He's like from the biggest bands in the world to guys that are cutting, you know, they want a dozen records. But they just do the lacquer or whatever, then they send that or... Whatever it is, the plate, and then they send that to be pressed, or they don't you do the it. actual pressing. Yeah, they like, send it to the plant. Correct. Yeah, but he's cutting lacquer. He does. The, okay, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and he, they're like one of the top like three places in the world or something doing that shit. It's wild. What a niche thing, he, huh. dude. I know. Yeah, and the, the money is so he basically built himself a playground recording studio in this huge warehouse in Nashville, and then he's got a slide in it. You slide down from the top floor to the bottom floor. What? It's so awesome. What? And they're like, yeah, we stick a mic in the uh, slide, and we'll put an amp at the top of the slide, <laughs> and then a, a mic at the bottom of the slide. Oh, my God. And he's like a really normal guy. Like I'm Yeah, like, these glasses, yeah, just normal-looking dude. Super normal, and it's him and his wife. His wife, I think, does the mastering or something there. Which is I, I, something I think like you're that. right. There's yeah. something to that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly Me what the lady does. but I'm just like, man, this is sick. This guy's fucking everything i want to be yeah <laughs> like i love it it's a hell of a business he's yeah. got going on there just with the tape machine things incredible yeah. yeah yeah and they're shipping those things all over the yep. world and i love how he just kind of like kind of it seems like he kind of like hit it big with this record thing and then was kind of like but i'm also a crazy person and want to have a playground studio and i also want to restore tape machines because i love tape machines you know yeah. that is such a niche interest yeah. too yeah. like that's oh, like man. just a bit like how do you how do you Mad how respect. do you figure out that you like that you know what i mean like how do you like just studio, man. Just being a yeah, studio guy. Like, I think if you if you were machine. an engineer coming up, you were forced to fix stuff. 
That's fair. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So before yeah. Pro Tools. Yeah. So there's that, whole, there's that whole generation of people of which I'm a part that Pro Tools was like this weird new thing. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And Didn't trust it. Right. So you're just like, I'll just fix the tape machine. I'll get the, the new whatever yeah. part and solder it in and yep. we'll go. And fixing your board. Yeah. Board's overheating constantly. So they just have to like know what every component is and just fix the channel. That channel's out like. Those old boards, you could like feel, literally feel the heat coming up off of them. Like, so there's an Amec console. I thought about this the other day. There's an Amec console, which was a uh, <clears throat> Rupert Neve designed console. Like in the even in the oh all of the dynamics. Yeah, there was like an old timey computer. Uh, and you could do the dynamics in the old timey computer. And, okay, and like you know, do your moves, your automation moves yeah. and stuff. Yep. And it's Rupert Neve's voice that does like that talks to you. That's so cool because he's got that kind of that dollar, British, yeah, yeah. Is is he was he German? No, he's British. Is he British? Okay, yeah. yeah. But that I realized that everything that the Rocket King's ever done, somehow, like Station C, that was the console. Yeah. Right, and then Al McAvoy bought the console. We did a live record. It got mixed on that board. Right. Yeah. And then that console went to dynamite studios and right. we made a record there yeah. and now that console's at river city nice so it's yeah. like everything we've ever done yeah. in one way or another yeah went through that old console that's it's a, sick it's a good yeah. sounding yeah neve sounding eqs yep. you know what i mean yeah, it's good shit, yeah yeah i was talking to lou about that a little bit he went through some uh some of the guy the records you guys were making and whatever and because he was doing all that shit too, obviously, and you know it's a little bit before my time. So I I came up right when Pro Tools was getting accessible to people. Yeah. So like I started on a real real early version of Pro Tools and had the little it was a Digi O two they called it a little I remember track those. thing and I, I had a, I had to switch my first Mac from what is now OS X, which has been the thing forever, back to OS 9, which people don't even know like existed. And he had to like switch it back to run Pro Tools. And I was just, you know, in my basement making shitty records, <laughs> you know. like How were the converters? I'm sure they were terrible. I have no idea anymore. You know what I mean? I had no reference for anything. It was like, here's the thing, and it makes noise. And like my brother helped me hook it up. And like I just made albums on it, but I'm sure it's not great compared to stuff now or right. whatever yeah you know? or maybe it was because i mean it could have been back then components might have been better than cheap shit there's like know. what's the guy's name um chris lord algae yeah so that guy he and he mixed a lot of albums right it still does mixes yeah. a ton of albums but he mixed that verve pipe album yeah. villains <laughs> yep and the way that they that he did it so that album got made on real on tape yeah and then there that kind of next generation of thing was uh those digital tape machines mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of iterations of that like digital like striper and megadeth and bands yeah, like that were using yeah. these mitsubishi right. machines or whatever yeah but sony made one and they were okay and then that's where apogee came from mm -hmm. so apogee made all of these converters for this machine as uh, like a plug-in okay but a, like, i don't mean a plug-in like on your yeah, computer yeah, like yeah. A, f a physical yeah. thing yep that you plugged in with chips yep and it made it sound like something cool right but still right. mojo cool yeah so this until like five years ago chris lord alge bought all of that digital tape in america 
Yeah. I and was it. still dumping in their 44 channels. So yeah. you would dump your reels of tape. And yeah. if it was 80 channels, he'd make his assistant put it into 44 channels, right. yeah. dump it onto that weird tape yep. and play it back to those tape machines because it sounded cool. Yeah. It wasn't analog. Yeah. It was digital. Yeah. But it had it's a crazy. thing. Yeah. So you don't know. And it was fucking old. Like that yeah. was like 81 or something. Yeah. It's like they made. Original. Uh, yeah. Living in America, James Brown on it. Right, right. You know, yeah, those those yeah. kind of records. Yeah, and I mean, it's still super common practice to just take, track everything digitally in Pro Tools and then dump it all back out on tape just to get the tape sound and then pull it all back into Pro Tools after you do all that, you know? There's no wrong way, I guess. There's no wrong way. So I use Apogee. That's what my converters are, is Apogee stuff. Apogee is also uh, Bob Clear Mountain, I think, was a big part of you that know, company. You married that gal. That's what it is. Okay, it's his so wife. It's his yes, wife is the uh, president of yes. Apogee or whatever, <laughs> and he's got one of his main mix rooms is at the Apogee Studios yeah. there or whatever. And one's yeah. probably in their fucking bedroom or whatever. Like yeah, Bob Clearman's yeah. got all the. Yeah, well, he came up working at the uh, the power station in New York or whatever. I think was yeah, his he was thing, doing right? all Springsteen and yeah, all that shit, all like, that early Bon Jovi yep. and, uh, or whatever. I know they track there. To, well. <laughs> we're getting real nerdy on studio shit. We yeah, are, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, lost me. No, yeah, you're <laughs> Holy good. I'm, fuck. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> John Bon, you know, his real name is John Bon Giovi. Yeah, his and uncle or bon something. Bon Giovi oh, yeah. was the uh, main uh, designer of the power stage. He was like the acoustic designer nice. and then like also one of the main engineers. Or so he was like one of the three guys that like ran the power station or whatever. And that's how Bon Jovi was able to like go in and cut fucking uh you know, runaway runaway yes yeah. exactly yeah <clears throat> like that whole thing yeah yep yep yeah Doing those his, demos it was his there, brother so. or his uncle or yeah. something it's his uncle his uncle yep. yeah yep and bob clearmont was the guy yeah. that he was like the mixer he was like the main like producer mixer he was the guy that started that. mixing records yep. like as like a thing yep like yeah, one yeah. guy mixes yeah. albums because right? that was kind of the place yes where they kind of switched from like this thing of like one guy does it all to being like one guy tracks it, and then they're like, it's a more of a production line. Then they'd move yep. it to the mixer because they were just like moving everybody through, you know, like just kind of like knocking it all out. Like two shifts. Yes. that's a, Yeah. They'd literally move it from like, you know, there to Studio B where, and then the, with mix yep. here. So they're tracking bands here. And then when that was tracked, they'd move it to mix. And, you know, a lot of that was Bob Clearmountain. Amazing that, that, that it was that the music that there was money in the music industry yeah. so you, you, yeah. you look at that now yeah. so like as like we came rocket king came out and got together in 01 first record in 2003 so it was like the worst time to come out as a band yeah okay because yeah, there was no like yeah. everything napster and all this shit yeah, and yeah, nsync yeah. and yeah. blah 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 right so there was literally no money and you and when you really look at so like today you look at country music which still sells physical product still has songwriters still has like all of those kind of like um yeah. carol king yeah. kind of aspects to the business right where they yeah. had a, a writer's workshop and yeah, they're yeah. pumping out christmas songs a, what the fuck ever it's a big machine it yeah was, yeah right yeah that's the way music used to be rock and roll used to be right yeah. and pop music used Motown. to be. that's the way it was and now it's only country music that still exists like that right. and that there's still a budget right yeah. right yeah so in those days you had actual budget where you could take somebody that was good and instead of them working a day job you just pay them 
and then it's, it seems like a simple thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, just concentrate on writing tunes and making yeah. records and then go out and tour and you get to keep that money. But then you owe us a record at the end of the year. You know, th- that was mm-hmm. the cycle. Yep. It was a cycle for fucking 25, 30 years. Yeah. And it worked great until Napster. Yeah. And then basically until the internet, until streaming happened. Yeah. 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 When it became possible to just share files, music as a commodity just died. But then there's now it's a rare bird or it's like old musicians that had that were already big or country musicians. Legacy acts. That's it. Yes, I know. And all the legacy acts are going to start literally dying off. How could they not? It's like Stones. Fuck Metallica is 60. I just saw Peter Gabriel, one of my favorites of all time. He he just today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Peter Gabriel. I just saw that on Facebook. Uh, 74, you know, Judas. Uh, Phil Collins looks like a fucking hobbit. I mean, he's done. I mean, he he's like yeah, greatest he's, rock and roll pop drummer. Yeah, oh my one god, of greatest yeah. singers of all yeah. time. Did he's you see that statistic where it was like in 1985, every fourth song on the radio yeah. had Phil Collins yeah, yeah, yeah. on it? Yeah, really? Oh, dude, it was that's crazy. crazy. Wow. I mean, so not good. that he didn't deserve it. Yeah. Like, but if he wasn't playing drums on "I Shot the Sheriff," yeah. Eric Clapton, he was yeah. singing, singing in Genesis or playing everything yeah. on his own. He played stuff drums or, on a lot of other records. Yep. So, yeah. One of my favorite, fucking my my buddy, our buddy, Andy Inglot, he just said this thing to me one time about Phil Collins rocking grocery stores across America now, and I just thought it was the funniest comment. <laughs> yeah. Totally true. It's just yeah. like so true. Yeah. He's going to any grocery store, and it's just easy lover. You know? It's like, yeah. I funny. remember, like, because LAV, which has always been sweet, you know, that whole KLQ LAV has always been so sweet to us. Cool. But they, I turned it on one day, and they were playing... Van Halen, but like n- new, newer Sammy Van Halen, okay, right? And yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like oh, Sammy Van Halen is yeah. oldies. Yeah, it's yeah, classic it's, rock. It's yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. Stone yeah. Temple Pilots on the oldies ah, station. Now. I'm like, dude, holy shit, dude, fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers oh, is on LAV. Chili Peppers been around since like 1980. Right, right. Oh my god. But yeah, my shit because I I grew up on all, you know grunge alternative was my first thing and yeah. like, so yeah hearing Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots and Nirvana and shit on like yeah. the oldie station and you're like holy shit. shit but then you're like but like in the nineties they were playing the seventies music as right. oldies or something right. or like, I, so like we're throwing around the term oldies here it's weird right I, I, that's what you would call classic stations when I was yeah, a kid you'd call yeah. them oldie stations yeah, yeah I yeah. just yeah I I always grew I like to me oldies was like 50s and older you right. know anything yeah. from like the 60s and say to the, the 80s was always classic rock you know right. like that's, that's fair that's just how i you know it's like, yeah that's it what feels, it was yeah. it feels harsh even to me to call you know yeah. that stuff oldies yeah. you know just <laughs> yeah. because of my the definition I that i grew up with well like, you weird. think about yeah. the, like when we were kids elvis we were we were as far away from Elvis as kids yeah. today are from Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, and God. it seemed like so much oh, like a bigger spread, of, right? You know, like but yeah. it was weird. It's, I know it's weird. Yeah, There's like this, the '90s was still 
yeah 20 years ago you know what i mean to me like yeah yeah yeah, yeah no no there's like, this whole thing about that i was reading about like the the perception of the decades and why we don't perceive like how basically things haven't really changed a lot since like 2000 as far as far as the way we used to think about you know the the 60s and the 70s and the 80s are like yeah. very different decades you yeah know? Uh, the, well, you're an, whole, when you're a kid you're an impressionable state there's that but there's more to it it's and a lot of it is just because of like the internet and technology and the way we just see everything all yeah. the time but I, I read this whole thing about it that i thought was kind of fascinating that i definitely can't uh, regurgitate it's a cool story bro drunken state right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> sweet dude <laughs> happy i shared that with you maybe yeah yeah, yeah. maybe b-dub can pull up that whole article and wait, read it, it to wait us, to so contribute to this conversation <laughs> <laughs> i do what i can it's yeah. a whole story this thing about this thing yeah. that we're talking about it was cool yeah yeah you and know. stop full stop <laughs> <laughs> it is weird though it's a fascinating phenomenon there's some yeah. fucking word for it and everything yeah, yeah well, it, it, it which is... i also don't know <laughs> <laughs> there, speaking of words you don't know like you know how, like german just makes up like puts all these stupid fucking yeah. parts of words together. Just, just, it's just a, like a endless like slob of syllables. Yep. Yeah. And there's a word, and I can't remember. I couldn't remember on the phone the other day when somebody was asking me about it. But it's like if you're from Australia, you're likely. If someone's like, "Hey, I'll do it," they're like, "Sit down, you sit down." They like every. They want to like commie level you. Really? Yeah. So, like, the culture in Australia is, don't you stand up and be good? Like, you just get back down with the rest of us. Weird. And there's okay. a fucking word for that. Yeah. And yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah, of what yeah. it is, but yeah. it made sense to me. Like when you know they were going through all that COVID shit, and everybody in America's like, you know, Weird. fuck you, I'll do what I want. Yeah, and everybody yeah, in Australia's yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll do whatever you say. Interesting. And that's the there's like a term. Yes. yes. Like they got a term for whatever schadenfreude or whatever it's like something like that but correct that. yeah gotcha but, oh, what's the, yeah yeah uh what's the what's the um gloom like what's the what's the what's <laughs> the word you're looking at me just because i have a german last uh, name yeah <laughs> you know german right <laughs> oh damn it there's a word for like uh, just being happy and friendly and drinking beer gemutlicht Nice. So that just means like, hey, we're at the beer hall. It's, fuck, it's great to see you. Well, you right. want me to get you a beer? Like yeah. whatever that is. That's what we should have like, named this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask my yeah. My girlfriend's best friend is is uh, dual citizenship. She's she was born in Germany. Her mom is full fledged German. I'm gonna have to ask her. She like teaches German and everything. She's got nice. a house in. She's got a house in Germany. Yeah, like I'm gonna have to ask her about what is it called? Gemutlicht. 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 And then she's gonna be like, "Oh, I know. Yeah, it yeah. I miss home. Yeah. It literally <laughs> sounds like good mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be exactly yeah. that. Also yeah. licked, so you're yeah. drunk. Good you know? mood and licked. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like it. I like it. German makes more sense than you think because the sentence structure is the same. Yeah, well, English, English you know? is uh, yeah. derived from German. Well, no, it's uh, part, I mean, there's a lot of French words in English, yeah, but, but but the you know like the whole Latin is, Latin uh, sentences are yeah. backwards. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like you know, yep. English is a Germanic language, though. That's it's absorbed it all yeah. this shit or whatever. But it is so yeah. like the sentences in the same order. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Sense? That's like why, structured like, the same. Yeah. English. Yeah. I mean, even English is you know English. You know, like yeah. English. English. Or whatever, yeah. Like, yeah. But so that's why it's like German's the easiest 
language. You know, there's some say. professor listening right now, like you fucking yeah, asshole, idiots, hacking yeah. hack hack job. Know, I yeah. have a PhD in uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 in linguistics, in good moodlich. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Kind of, uh, there's kind of one uh, thing we can be certain of: it's probably that there are very few professors listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, shut Meanwhile, up. Meanwhile, there's like we 40, prof- 40 yeah. professors, and they're all beaten off. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. Up to the podcast or Dude, something. Dude, we talked I mean, about 2002 Space Odyssey once. <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> Dude, who's that guy that looks like Alan Trebek? And he, he's on every show. He's a scientist, and he's always talking like he knows something. Mm. He was a wrestler. Whoa. A wrestler. Oh, yep, he's a college wrestler. Neil deGrasse. Tyson. Yes, that guy. Oh. oh, fuck that guy. What a dick. I like Neil deGrasse. He's like Tyson. a TV he's, scientist. There seems to I'm be a, a pretty big visual difference between Neil deGrasse and Trebek. Yes. And Alex Trebek. To me, it's the same guy. It's just a guy with a mustache on TV. That might be the most woke statement I've ever heard. Kudos to you, sir. <laughs> You're fuck that guy. You. I kind of. I'm, I'm a bit of a hater now too. I feel like he. Uh, He's a TV so, he's personality. He's so up his ass now, he dude. Is. He's just like, oh, God, dude. Like, he loves to hear himself talk, like, so much that it's like, he won't, like, listen. Like, when he, when he's on even, like, Rogan or something, he doesn't, like, listen to what's being said to him. He's just, like, already just, just waiting to off. talk yeah. again or something. Like, there's no, like, conversation there with him. Like, he's he's Because really he's a game show host. Head. You may be right. I wouldn't be surprised if Neil deGrasse Tyson is the new host of Jeopardy. Or <laughs> family. Or family. family. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nobody would even notice. See, what's the dude's name? Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking hilarious. He is. Steve Harvey is fucking hilarious, man. My Didn't grandma I, loves him. Yeah. What was the guy that, oh, he was the actor on TV that ran Family Feud for a minute. Uh, Richard Karn? God damn it. No, the comedian. <laughs> Drew, yeah, right? Drew Carey? No, he's, uh, Drew Carey. he's Price is Right. Price is Right. Yeah. yeah. No, Drew yeah. Carey was Price is Right. Price is Right. Drew, Drew Carey's still Price is Right. And now he's, right. uh, now he's, uh, yeah, it's still Price is Right. Getting actually. the yeah. nod of yeah. approval from B-Dub over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? Was it, yeah, Steve Harvey? Yeah, no, uh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey's Price is Right, for sure. Yeah. 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 I think so he's after Bob died, Drew took over? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I was uh, I must have been times, working. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I don't Dude. watch a lot of TV anyway. You're not sitting there watching daytime TV no. all the time. I take you for a daytime TV. Kind yeah, of guy. yeah, you, yeah. You're totally giving <laughs> daytime TV vibes. Holy cow! Got a real vanilla Sin- personality, Sin- dude. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking beers, yeah. watching presses. Yeah. <laughs> that was like what you watched when you were sick or something. Yeah, as a kid. yeah, for sure. Yeah. You stay home and you watch like Press Your Luck. No whammy, no whammy. Yeah, I, I was no always, whammy. I was always Discovery Channel and Animal Planet. I'm going to be honest. Like, so we didn't was, have the cable my... except for that one summer in Daytona. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got the internet like two months ago. Shut up. Seriously? I built a house in Lowell, right? And in, in, in 16. Nice. And we just lived like right between Ada and Lowell. Even though the fiber optic goes through the, the land, you can't get it because we're right in the middle. Yeah. So oh, we've lived in like the last since 16 without internet. Right. And the kids, we have like a hot box or something. Oh. And the kids would burn that up in a day. A hot spot. Yeah. So you'd, get, you'd have TV on the 20th. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Damn. Of every month. And then a couple a uh, couple months ago, I put in the Starlink. Oh, no shit. Oh, you did? You yeah. Starlink. How do you like that? It's f- great. 
Really? It causes all these problems. Like now my wife's like, hey, you can't watch this. Hey, kid, you can't watch that. Like, what? what's all this stuff on the TV? Oh, that's wild. So there's all, all of a sudden the, the whole world is at my kids. Yeah. Who have evidently been living like Amish or something. Right. <laughs> so wait, did you have internet prior to 2016? Yeah, because like, we lived in okay. town. I thought you were telling me that like your first experience with the internet yeah. was like two months ago. I was like, are you fucking serious? No, like, no, there's I had, no internet here. Yeah. At one, yeah. at one point, go to California way. Like, yeah. 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 I, I lived in the Ontario division for years. You really had... don't have Netflix. Like, <laughs> I don't. Have you guys seen this Ask Jeeves thing? Game changer. My wife oh, called shit. me and was like, hey, can you go to Meyer? I was like, yeah, no problem. She's like, you just got to pull around the back of Meyer and tell me what spot you park in. So I was like, okay. So I go to Meyer and I, I'm spot four. What do you want me to get? No, they're going to bring it out to the truck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and then I was like, what do you mean they're going to bring out the truck? So this gal, old gal, <laughs> brings it out. And then instantly I feel terrible that this old gal <laughs> is fucking She's shopping like for me. She's a greeter, dude. Oh, She's, my God. Here's your bag. So I jump out of the truck. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm helping her, you know, with the groceries and stuff. And my wife did this. I didn't know. She's like, yeah, right. She's like, well, if, if you didn't call, I wouldn't have a job. Stop feeling bad. Yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, the Rocket King sucks. Yeah. Totally burned. Have you have you seen the satellites for Starlink go by? Have you seen that? I like, in the sky yeah, when we go to Lake Leland. The summer it's yeah. wild the first like time, a bunch of rows what of them. is it because i can't get a so visual it's i don't a, think i think they're like toaster size it's it's something i don't know but I, are they close together so in the sky or are they far apart no like, I, I mean it's, clear it's a, dude it's like d between 10 and 20 of them and like an elliptical line that goes across the yeah. fucking yeah and the but first is it time like you're looking here and there's one here or is there, are they like close it's, it's no they're closer row. it's like that that yeah. that 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 okay. yeah yeah it's dude the first time they went by i didn't know like i knew starlink was a thing yeah i didn't know that it was like that no. so the first time one went like a group of satellites went by over my house I, my stomach dropped dude i was like we're fucked yep aliens we're, oh, yeah shit. <laughs> or i'm about to be vaporized uh, will smith like, available dude, yeah i mean yeah. you like you just smoke some reefer yeah. like no literally that oh, was yeah, yeah no 100 no. that was it i swear to god i can't dude, find my shoes i was out by the bonfire <laughs> and like i like immediate dread like uh <laughs> <laughs> and so I called my buddy who's in a, who's like an anim, amateur astronomer and I'm like Trace uh, and he's like dude it's fucking Starlink like, you can relax yeah. 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 it's Netflix yeah. in the sky yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're totally fine he's oh, like it's just that Netflix, asshole you know, Elon Musk dude don't worry about it like, <laughs> like oh okay cool but when they when they launch more of those satellites they launch like 20 of those yeah. at a time yeah. Yeah. and they come out like they just pop out like Pez. Yeah. yeah. Out of the thing. Am I right? Yeah. No, 100%. They, yeah. Like, they just appear on the horizon. And you're, Damn. No, it's, it's cool to watch. I mean, it's really neat. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I've seen the ISS go by, you know. But, like, no. The, and it's fast, too. Like, they're, they're here and gone in, like, 10 seconds. But. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's eerie. You know, it's it's eerie to watch. Because, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a row of between 10 and 20 satellites. Just. I heard they're going to crash this bitch coming up. They, I mean the the ISS or whatever. It's only got a yeah, couple, couple years couple left. Yeah, a couple years left. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. fucking just 
bring it right down to back the, down to right earth to the ocean yeah yeah, yeah. right into milwaukee right yeah. into la yeah. Yeah. or ohio dude yeah. detroit <laughs> oh, no. uh, it's been fun detroit but yeah, uh, we like, got the and it like lands yeah. the rock and roll hall of fame yeah. Yeah. that's right fire the zz top exhibit no the fucking the fuzzy guitars, yeah. you know, they get it burned up. No, Billy Gibbons still playing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, no, I was scared, man. I literally like it was instant dread. I was it's like, I love it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I'm good waiting for him to turn like it into until uh, he gets the phone. You know, like on Facebook, you can call somebody. Yeah. out of the country and it's free. Yeah. Like I'm waiting for the Twitter to have the phone, and I'm then sure. yeah. I'm switching to Twitter. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck honestly, it. I would. Like, yeah, I don't have Twitter right now, or X, if you will. Like, but right. Yeah, yeah, it's X now. Well, how do you get the X news? I don't watch it. the news, so that the only way I get news is yeah. Twitter, which is probably the worst way to get the news. Like, right. I don't know. Is it? You. Yeah. Like, I, I watched. We, I went to Florida to my mom's, and, and they had the nightly news on. And I and it was like five minutes into the nightly news, I was like. The kids can't be watching this. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Shut her down, man. Yeah, yeah. No, like, it was terrible. It was just yeah. like race and this and yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, God, that, I don't want my kids to see this. It's a lot, They go to man. Catholic school. They don't need this shit. Yeah. What school do they go to? St. Roberts. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. I yeah. was uh, I was Holy Spirit and then West Catholic for a nice, while. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's the touchy one, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that the one you went to? West Catholic. Jesus Christ. I mean... I've heard things, man. I've heard things. I'm sure. I'm what? sure. No, we were pretty clean. We were pretty clean. I was friends with the priest, so, you know. It was, yeah, was it Father McTouchy? Yeah, yeah. I was never an altar boy, so I don't know. I was never an the, altar The boy. data on that is so bad. It's like a, you're 141 times more likely to get sexually abused by a public school yeah. official than by a Catholic priest. Or by coming on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. night's not over. Yeah. Right, right. Let's see who ends up on top. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> no, but it, it is... It's good. Like, just let them go to school and talk about Legos and shit. That's all. That's my whole thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about weird shit. Yeah. Judas Priest. I got enough problems. Right. We can talk about Judas Priest, though. Yeah. We can talk good. about Rob Helford. Yeah. You know. seen, seen remember him. when he seen remember him. when Fight came out? How badass Fight was? Not really. Okay, got, so yeah. <laughs> um, Judas Priest had kind of run its course yes. for the time. Yeah. Or like Maiden and Priest and yeah. all that stuff had yep. run its course. Yep. And then even and the only thing left standing was Pantera. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Which mm-hmm. is a little newer, though. Well, because it was just so badass, right? Yeah. Like, it was the only thing that was still making money yeah. was Pantera in the metal, even. Right. Okay. And he started a band called Fight. And it was it was like Rob Halford in cut off jean shorts yeah. and no shirt, but singing like badass <laughs> yeah. rock and roll sh- or metal Fuck shit yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Man. And it was really good. And And again, like, nobody cared that. He was whatever blowing yeah, the roadies, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever he did, yeah, because he was so good, yeah. He and did then, cocaine, never is big, what he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> it was yes, never a big deal. Did. No, no, it never was. Does because no, just, yeah, he was a monster, man. He was so good. And then wasn't long after that because remember they had Ripper Owens, yeah, came in and yep. started the kick ass, yep, and they started to bring back priests yep. and all that stuff, yep, yeah, and then they fucking. Uh, Helford rejoined and fucking the one guitarist 
I don't remember what happened to him. He was out for health reasons or something. They brought in that, that guy, that Richie Faulkner dude. Who's killer. Was yeah. He's been playing on it for a while now. Took over yeah. for K.K. Downing. So I think K.K. Happened? might be, um, what do you call it when you're kind of losing? Yeah, he's got a dementia, dementia. Or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think he's like, he can't play. I no, think he's a little losing a little bit. I think it's both. I think he was having some kind of crazy nerve issues and all that with his hands or something that couldn't couldn't play those riffs anymore it makes sense like i mean it, i think that's like a nervous system thing yeah. right, yeah, right. It makes yeah. sense is and i mean the fucking all those dudes are 70 or something still fucking out there like the first pre-sound album was in yeah. the 60s yeah, yeah which yeah. blows my it's mind wild, to dude. this yeah. day yeah. Yeah. yeah they were so ahead of their time are you an iron yeah. maiden fan um yes is the only correct answer i am but I'll say this: like I know yes, with the big stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know yeah. the big stuff. I don't know. It, I, it's one of those catalogs I haven't dove into, so I know like every hit. Yeah. Or every like big I song. Hear that. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there's kind of like people are kind of like in camps between like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden? Is there like a camp? I don't thing think it's there? Judas Priest and Iron Maiden so much. I think it's sorry that wasn't directed at me. I totally just stole the thunder there, it's but okay. right. nobody cares uh, about. What's that? His t shirts. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Some lame new yeah. metal band yeah. with a like 14 <laughs> syllable yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's I think it's more just in general, like the Teuton Big Four, the European Big Four versus yeah. the you know, it's European metal versus you know, European heavy metal versus American heavy metal, you know, like I view all that as like new I wave mean, of British heavy metal. Though. Yeah, right. Like yeah. It's all... No, that's me too. Yeah. Me okay. too. But I think that's where the two camps are, to answer your question. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't I don't know like because I don't know a maiden fan that doesn't like priest. I don't know a priest fan that doesn't like maiden. Okay. I, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's fair. That's I, fair. I, I would say it's more just like what do you like better? Like the British flavor or the american flavor well the, the, both know? those bands are british though priest and yeah yeah, yeah well yeah. right well but, maybe like most of the guys now and in, in both well, in, in yeah, those I bands mean, are probably yeah, americans now yeah, yeah. right but uh, to me that, that all of that stuff worked on the same level and all those bands toured together and all those people drank together and right. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, it wasn't yeah. like right yeah but I think that's where the camps are. You know what I mean? It wasn't if, like if Metallica and Motley Crue or something. No. Yeah, right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. It was like okay. Yeah. Okay. Square, that's square peg round yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. I was like uh, Priest a little better. I, I'm not, for some reason, Maiden's never like done it for me. Like I, I got DVDs. I mean, I get it. I like Iron Maiden. Yeah. But like seen it all, but they never like, I'm like, this is cool, but it never really hits me in like this like emotional way or something where like yeah Reese is well, more I mean, like they, I don't know I mean they I mean lyrically I mean emotionally speaking like lyrically like Maiden talks about I mean honestly they talk about American issues like a lot more than you'd expect a British band I, would like you know they, I feel like Maiden's just to me it's always been a little sillier I yeah, think that's it's, it it's, it's a, a little, little more gimmicky. Sillier. Yeah, because yeah. they got Eddie yeah. they got the you know the yeah. mascot and I don't and, love I don't in music I don't love like abrupt tempo changes and they're like you said you like tool <laughs> no they but they do not have abrupt tempo changes their stuff is this and it goes all but it's not like where it's like jamming on a thing and then all of a sudden it just like changes on a dime like this okay uh tools actually like not that at all actually uh they they go all over the place but there's not like this like you're doing one thing and then it's like all of a sudden you're in a completely a different new song, song but yeah, or something yeah. like that, which like, and that's very much maiden shtick. 
and like i don't know for some reason that's never really like done it for me i guess yeah i'm i'm more of lizzie you know, and well, all of that was all that that tempered dude, all of that. Stuff, I was gonna right? say earlier that your band immediately listened to. It. I was like, this is there's a ton of fucking Thin Lizzy. I mean, shit, to me, dude. all the best stuff came from Thin Lizzy. Right? Yeah, I, that's so cool because I'm like, I, all right, I'm, I I'm, love Thin I'm, Lizzy. I'm on, as well, I'm on point there because immediately I was like, yeah, this is definitely some fucking Thin Lizzy shit. Imagine seeing <laughs> those old like. Uh, Lizzie and ZZ Top toured like yeah. for two years together. Yeah, I know. Imagine seeing those shows in '73 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was my dad's favorite band for sure. He did. Yeah. He did. On my 18th birthday, my dad did fucking Jailbreak on karaoke, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll oh never forget it, dude. So good. At the hookah I mean, lounge. Those guys <laughs> were one of the biggest influences on Metallica. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, and I, you know, I talk about guitar harmonies, doing the dueling guitar harmony stuff. Like, yeah, Lizzie. Thin Lizzy, dude. Yeah, and, like, yep. came with that. Like, it was like a new thing, kind of in a way. Yep, them and Skinnered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you and your band. There's some Skinnered in there too, for sure. Are you a Skinnered yeah. fan? Yeah, I, I grew up with that. Yeah, right. Like that oh. was like the Southern Fried Rock kind of shit or whatever. Yeah, Skinnered ain't that far off from the Almond Brothers. They were just yeah. no, they were just tighter. Yeah. Yeah. Or like it was you a know little, more rock, a little less yeah, folksy, it was yeah. a little yeah. folksy, a little yeah. grungier, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, less yeah. acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think Lou was saying though, you guys sure. are big yeah. Almond Brothers guys. Is that? I love like, Almond. Yeah, Same. I think that's what he was saying. He was like, "Yeah, those guys were like our thing." <laughs> the I, I remember seeing uh, Almond Brothers. Of course, it was a state theater back then, but the Fillmore in Detroit, right? And when I was sixteen, with my Metallica T-shirt, yeah, going to see. The Allman Brothers and Warren Haynes was like the young kid. Yeah, he was. Yeah, sure. And the, like the the bongo kid, the guy playing the bongos yeah. and stuff, he looked like he was twelve. Yeah, but I'm sure he wasn't. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. But they were fucking awesome. That's cool, man. That's a band I don't really like know that much about. That's something I've never really like deep dived on. The Allman Brothers. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I know the stuff. I've heard it. You know what I like, mean? But everything it's not something makes you I've cry, like, but in the best I've way. I've like sat down and like watched <laughs> yeah, or listened yeah. to or, you know, like. Yeah. But like, they have that thing of everything. Even the new Almond Brothers, a uh, hit in the note would be the the newest Almond Brothers album, which probably came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. Every time they go to a change, it's like that weird dun, 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 that weird uh -huh. Almond Brothers climbing okay. shit. Yeah. Whatever that scale is. Interesting. It always works and it's always right. Almond Brothers yeah. and it kicks ass. I got pretty into like uh Derek Trucks and uh his Tedeschi Trucks band, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck great, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean I've seen them a bunch of times. Yeah. Have you? That's the best band. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Great band. Yeah. That's Same cool. idea, double drummers. Yeah. Susan Tedeschi I mean, kicks yeah, ass. Obviously they're their doing kids the are yeah. selling the t shirts. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like their little kids putting uh -huh. them to work. That's awesome. Yeah. Family business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hey, do you guys like Joe Bonamassa? I love Joe yeah. Bonamassa, yeah. dude. Fuck I'm yeah, fucking, he kicks ass. Uh, dude, I love him too. He's got he's, a new uh, documentary or something out right now. It's yeah, Guitar Man or something. Like he's that. one of the very few like blues guitarists that I actually enjoy like thoroughly. You know, I he's one like, of those uh, guys. I don't too, give him like, blues. You know how yeah. people used to hate on Rush. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence right. was the nerd shit forever. Yeah. Now they're like the yeah. most popular yeah. thing ever. So yeah. Joe Bonamassa, it was like cool for people to be like to blow him off and and, and hate on him. Yeah. And he was so good, and all He's his albums so are great. Yeah. And then it was the same thing with Rush Forever, where people would just shit on him 
for no yeah. reason, you know. And at a certain point, <clears throat> yeah. it was like the South Park guys that were like, yeah. at a certain yeah. point, if you just if you hate Rush, you're just a dick. Yeah, yeah. 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 whatever they yeah. said. Yeah. Same thing with Bonamassa. Right, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see Joe Bonamassa getting a lot of hate for a while there because he's he's not really a purist. He definitely is. That's like very rock. It's and probably like, this why I like whatever. Him, to be honest with you, you yeah, know, like yeah. just whatever it is, it's yeah. sick. I mean, Rush is a little different where it was like became the nerdiest shit ever. I mean, it kind of is the nerdiest shit ever, yeah. but it was like very much like, oh, if you're not, you know, like Rush is way too nerdy and fucking by touring the space dog and shit. You yeah. know, and it's like, I mean, it's far out shit. It's far it out is. shit. Dude, it's sci fi. It it's yeah. prog. It's nerdy as fuck. This guy's singing three yeah. octaves. But so is Led Zeppelin, though. True. You're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. No. They were just yeah. like yeah. they were so just like harder to understand. Yeah. Or like yeah. you know, like higher. They were just worshiping the devil. You're too, right. At the right. Same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zeppelin <laughs> sings about like dick and pussy all the time. So like you know they, they squeeze they my lemon, that in baby. There. Yeah. 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 In the outdoor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like <laughs> or like or like <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. There's that. And then there's Lord of the Rings. Like the Lord of the Rings. Singing about fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Vikings. I'm not the biggest Led zeppelin fan in the world okay. i'm really that's not okay. the biggest zeppelin that's okay fan. i don't hate but like i like it's to me the like i like a lot of the hits but like the early zeppelin stuff i'm like i don't love this there was a bar in muskegon you know our drummer dane used to be in if he dies he dies or still oh, really? is oh, right okay. you know like sure like we played a million gigs so that all that muskegon shit yeah yeah and we played a gig out there oh my god what the fuck was the name of that bar the blue note no, Cadillac Rant, Cadillac something. Oh, yeah, Cadillac Jacks. Was it geez, on the beach? Because that's that was Cadillac Jacks. It was, was in it was in a building. I couldn't tell you where it was. It was, it was dark a, yeah, out. There was power. It was a building. Uh, yeah, it was uh, electricity. Was it in like a barn? Because there was that place too that I played where it was kind of like it was like a roadhouse. Was it Pat's Roadhouse? There was that. Uh, oh man, that was one of the it, worst games rate, I ever played. We yeah. were fucked up. <laughs> and, and I remember we stayed somewhere with a pool and a hot tub in the room. Like it was, and they, nice. they boy, did they regret that. You're all in it. <laughs> we were fucked up. But I remember us playing um, the immigrant song. Yeah. Like that was the, uh, the yeah. only time I remember like <laughs> Rocket King doing Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. You can sing that though. You got that. It was great. Yeah. yeah it was. It's, it's, Rock King's a rock and roll band. We can, yeah, cover, we can yeah, do that shit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. There's like you guys can cover three decades for sure. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Including the like those decades are the nineties, the two thousands, and the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing but Creed, yeah, Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. Well, how and, uh, Creed Temple of the Dog. How in the hell is it that all of a sudden Creed's Cool. They're, they're back. Well, we're. Talking I think they're. I think they're ironically cool now. To is me, that true? He I, loves Creed. I, I do love. Like I shamelessly Creed, love Creed. Like yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. I I grew up on Creed. That I grew up on Creed, Russian Zeppelin. Like that's that was it. And, so random. Like, <laughs> really, like my dad was all fucking over the place, dude. Yeah. He's like, I love Creed. I love Led Zeppelin, but I also like Shania Twain. Like <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, no, I think Creed now is ironically good. I think Creed has just become a meme for a lot of like you know people my age and, and younger. It was because I'm just it's not a so. Fan. I love Mark Tremonti. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's writing a new Tremonti album now, which is my favorite thing that he does. But uh, well, fucking Lou is going off though that they're they're going on that Creed cruise with the Verve pipe. Get out. Uh, yeah, dude. It's you know these cruises are like super popular. Yeah. Now. 
and like so and it's like some kind of crazy like 90s cruise and creed's the big headliner it's like third eye and blind yeah yes all the verb pipe is on the cruise of course so like of course they freshmen right? he was saying yeah. that uh they do it it's like a festival and there's like right. different <laughs> rooms and shit so like it's like be like stage, you know, like different stages, you know. Yeah, it's like, like festival that, stages. Yeah, it's like yeah. that on the cruise too. So, so they'll be like, you know, like on the whatever stage in the whatever smaller room or whatever. And then the Creed's like headlining it on the main thing. With arms wide open under uh, the sunlight. I can't do it. I can't do it. Never been a Creed I yet. I but like I watched something on the the, the Twitter or whatever where there there was like a DJ mixing up creed and people were getting down yeah yeah because it's like, good fuck off guns and roses was good uh, creed the, was creed, creed was yeah. so huge though they, yeah, was they were huge that, yeah. like selling records boys yeah. just fucking slinging records i bought those records yeah dude. and they weren't even like and the thing is with CDs. them is like they were never like a like a sex icon or anything, you know what I mean? Uh, like they never know, did. Like, he even did that porn, dude. Like him and Kid Rock bang that chick wait, on tape. What? Yeah, dude. Stop it right yeah, now. Are dude. you serious? Beat up. Pull it up. No, don't pull it up. But no, it's a for real. I'm not kidding, dude. Like Scott Stapp, Scott Stapp, and Kid Rock, and Kid Rock double teamed some chick on You're camera. You're lying sure. to me. I'm not lying, bro. He's I'm not. Sorry. I, I'm I don't sorry. know the whole story, but he's not lying. You were there. What? I certainly wasn't there. <laughs> What? Kid Rock's so like good super nice bit. guy, by the way. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. Super nice dude. What did you used to jam with him or something? Well, I've jammed with him. I've jammed with him because I was playing with Kenny Olson, and when Kid Rock was first starting to come up, we would jam every Sunday at that Rip Music in Ann Arbor. Oh, there was so, a Rip in Ann Arbor. Yeah, it might still that. be one. I don't oh, know. I'm a big Rip fan. I didn't know that. Was so we one. would Kenny and I would jam in the basement, and the bass player was this guy named. Scott Llewellyn and he had a band right remember um the Spin Doctors mm -hmm. so it was the same same manager as like Pantera Spin Doctors that's so he, and he had a band called Lucy Brown okay like the like a porn name kind of okay so he, he had he, not very successful, yeah. but whatever. He yeah. had a publishing deal. Yeah, cool. Back yeah. then when there was money. <laughs> yeah, And right. then he, he had enough money to, like, go back to school to go to U of M. So uh, he went to, and that's, we would jam down there. And then Kenny was starting to play with Kid Rock. And it wasn't very good. It was, like, Kid Rock and Kenny and a drum machine. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, marginal, right? Yeah, I remember being, yeah, and he yeah. was like, you should play. You should join this thing, Kid Rock Band. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. bad. Not good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a kid rock. No, but he's nice not guy. Anymore, so so <laughs> yeah. He's a super nice guy, and I, yeah. that's not necessarily my sure, thing yeah. musically. But yeah, yeah, it just seems like he's kind of a dick now. He seems like he was probably a cool guy back then. I saw Kid Rock at a at a Warp tour in 1998. Kid Rock played Warp tour. Kid Rock was the shit back then, and it was what? I mean it was rap metal, dude. It was like you are new metal, blowing my mind right now, Ross. New metal You're time, dude. Well, it was like him and Limp Bizkit, right? Yeah, and I mean, well, well, Limp wasn't on that in particular tour, but it was that same time. That era right there. It was uh, Kid Rock, uh, Deftones, or the other headliner. It was very much, there was all these swing bands. It was the uh, that thing, remember when swing? Jumping, jiving. It was fucking like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, yeah. Save Ferris, 
uh, the squirrel nut zippers. Yeah, I totally <laughs> missed that. And, uh, I don't recognize I, any you, of those. I don't think you were alive. Yeah, it probably wasn't. This is 1998. <laughs> probably, so I was four. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so Kid Rock was like brand new. So he was just doing ball with the bar, right? It just broke. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, uh, Cowboy came out. And Cowboy yes, was yes. huge, right? So, but like, so it was like Paul with the Ball just happened. Like, it's on the radio, but like, we spring don't know. break on MTV. We're not there. We don't care. We're not. We're just there to see Deftones, you know? What I mean? Yeah. And but like, so and these multiple stages, like I was just talking about. So we were waiting for like the band we wanted to see who was going to play that stage next. So we're at the Kid Rock thing, and like at this time we don't care, like it's cool, whatever. Yeah. And he has that little person was his sidekick, if you guys remember, Joe C. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. And uh, he, we thought he was Kid Rock. You probably can't say midget now. I don't know what the crazy. He, yeah. he said it was just funny. He said yeah. that little person. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. midget. Yeah. 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 Whatever the correct nomenclature is, just, no yeah. shade to anybody. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we were like, we were like, oh, that's, that's Kid excellent. Rock. Because we thought excellent. Kid Rock was the, the little, little dude, kid. You know? And we're like, ah, Kid Rock, man. Fucking yeah. Well, it's always funny to see like. Like what you think is a kid, but he was an adult. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. motherfuck, motherfuck, do the whole bit. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, geez, that little kid's got a terrible mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's like a 50 year old guy. Yeah. You know? And that's the show where I got I got the basketball, which is uh, in the other room over there. The fucking you know the oh, basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's from the it, movie. Yeah, they were they were past because that had just dropped, and they were uh, blowing up. Like beach balls. They were beach balls, but they were basketballs. And they nice. were like hundreds of them, like out into the crowd, like doing this. And I still have that's, mine. That's pretty cool. Warped to or 90, it was 97 or 98. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's still, it's in my control room. Over that's there. pretty neat. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I remember we were playing at uh, Rubbles in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, I know Rubbles. And it was, I was in Monkey Chuck because I was with those dudes. And they were like trying to explain this cartoon show to me. It didn't make any sense, right? It can't be explained. And then it, we, before the gig, <laughs> like we're sitting at the bar eating before the gig yeah, that night, yeah. and that show's on the TV behind yeah. the bar. And it was like uh, Sparky the Gay Dog or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember being like, what that, the fuck is like this? That's like the first season, dude. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What show? South, South Park. Park. Oh, Don't okay, be gay. Okay. Sparky, don't be gay. Don't be gay. And one of our best friends was <laughs> was Sparky. He was, uh, oh, no. You know, we were in Drumline. Oh, no. we were all in drum. oh, shit. And the, when that episode dropped, it Everybody was over Everybody fell down. Yeah, it was oh, over for him, dude. Just, poor the rest of that year was just Sparky, don't be gay. They did for Sparky what fucking Key and Peele did for dudes named Aaron. Yeah, A-Aaron. <laughs> like, A-Aaron, yeah. 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 Oh my you God. guys fans of uh, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? It's no Aqua Teen. I was a little young to yeah, get the he humor. Been, he would have been. Yeah, I was a little young to get the humor. I feel like I keep bringing it up on here and like nobody knows what the Is fuck I'm talking about. Is it on like a Cartoon Network? Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was like the sure. original Adult Swim yeah. show that kind of yeah. like blew up Adult Swim. And I've just been going back through like best of shit. I should, on yeah, I should definitely revisit it now. But it's, yeah, I can't, it's another show that just cannot be explained. It's yeah. just too fucking bizarre. Yeah. It's too funny. A lot it's of those one of like the first things. generation cartoon, yeah, adult cartoon, adult kind of cartoon yeah. shows are so far out. They're like yeah. a like an acid heads fever. Yeah, it really well, is. Yeah. Aqua Teen's the ultimate of that, but it's yeah. also like wicked smart and funny. Like and like what you have to watch it and you're like. I can't believe they're just saying that shit. And there's like, 
Talk, there's all kinds of music reference. There's a bunch of Rush. Yeah, because their neighbor is like a huge like alcoholic yeah. like music fan. And he's, yeah, super, yeah. he's a he's like a Boston like yeah. Uh, and, he, and he fucking loves. God, like, I love Boston. Frank, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Carl. Carl. Yeah, yeah Carl. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. And there's the uh, the foreigner belt. I, I can't explain this shit. It doesn't make sense to be talking about yeah. it. There's a yeah. magical belt that is all foreigner songs. <laughs> and so it's cold as ice, and it does shit to you. And I, <laughs> I can't explain it. It's not funny. It feels like the yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is every reference to the band Foreigner you can imagine. That was a killer band, and that was Foreigner like a, rules, a um, Foreigner was a like record company band. So the, they got put yeah. together like that. Yeah, that that's guy. why they're Foreigner because parts of they were dudes from Europe and dudes from America. Like and, they got they they gave them an office. Right in yeah, that building yeah. where everybody wrote songs, and yeah, they, they, yeah. they like all got together and wrote those songs and in they that office. Killed it in <laughs> and it was killer, man. We saw uh, Lou Graham oh, yeah. yes. at Rib Fest, Kalamazoo. Lou Graham and a bunch of guys who were not foreigner playing <laughs> playing foreigner <laughs> songs at Rib Fest. Was it killer? No, it was terrible. Oh, yeah, it was awful. He, he was. They were paying him in ribs. He's 400 pounds. He looks you know? like he ate Lou Graham. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I saw him. Yeah. Was like, who's that guy that and ate Lou Graham? We're just uh, dying because he's just out there just like, just fucking bombing. Doing the Vince <laughs> Neil thing. Uh, <laughs> Kalamazoo Rib Fest. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right yeah. Oh, it's a yeah. bunch of food trucks selling yeah. ribs. Yeah. And you got the guy from Foreigner yeah. trying to sing Foreigner songs yeah. while eating covered, atomic covered ribs. With fucking just rib covered sauce. with rib sauce. Just fucking this barbecue sauce on the mic. Oh, it's just, poor guy. Oh, it was just That's awful. incredible. And then we, saw, we thought the next year we saw Blue Oyster Cult at Rib Fest. And, and it's the same that thing. Was, was, like, was that bad? Uh, no, they kind of killed, but again, it was like yeah, kind of like okay, the two dudes who were kind of the main dudes, then a bunch of like 20 year olds yeah. they hired or whatever, but yeah, they threw down some Godzilla. They threw I just, down, dude, was, I just went rules, down you know? that Blue Oyster Cult highway yeah. again, and yeah. they are a lot crazier than I yeah, remember. It's all, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're Prague, man. They're, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. they're Prague, but like specifically like Godzilla, like I went to you know learn, <laughs> I went yeah. to learn that song because I was like, oh, it's Godzilla. Like, oh, it's going to be, it's probably like smoke on the water. And no, dude, that yeah. fucking, get, I don't remember his name, but that guitarist is all over the place on that yeah. track specifically and others, man. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I was, was like, like a cool era. Realize, like, when yeah, Frank, yeah. Zappa, <laughs> Frank Zappa was happening, like yeah. that era, people yeah. felt like, well, Frank's over here. We can be here and be in the middle. Yeah, we're yeah. horrible. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, um, speaking of bad shows, we, we opened for Dockin'. Nice. At the intersection. We used to open for everybody. David yeah. Lee Roth, everybody. Hell right? yeah. And it was Dockin'. And they did all, you know, breaking the chains of audio, all the bullshit. Yeah. And it was the guy, who's the guy that turned into a girl that used to play guitar for Kiss? Vinnie Vincent. Oh, I didn't Vinnie know Vincent that. Vinnie Vincent was playing guitar with him. It was a whole thing, right? Jeff Pilsen's playing bass. Okay. And so they're playing, and me and Chris Cootier are walking from like the backstage to side stage, and Don Dockin's sitting on on the steps to the stage like this. <laughs> oh. With it with his wig on, you know. Just the saddest <laughs> oh. the saddest picture oh. you've ever seen. And we got beers and we walk up to him and I'm all Jimmy Crack Corn. 
And I'm like, hey, Don Dockin, why the long face? You know, like, <laughs> he's like, well, I am Don Dockin. And, and he so. looks up and he's like, well, you know, the monitor guy. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck, man. We're here. We're playing rock yeah. and roll. You're Don you know fucking I mean? Dockin. Yeah, hey, come like, on. Wake Where up. You at, dude? Right? 100%. I, I probably said stop being a pussy, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, I remember him being so Slapped Don Dockin in the face. Pull yourself together, Jesus Don Dockin. Jesus Christ, yeah. Don Dockin. What is wrong with you, Don Dockin? <laughs> yeah. You're Don Dockin, don't you forget it. Oh. <laughs> you know, Get like, your shit rules. Together. when, uh, when um, Robin Williams was like, you know, I did so much coke that it fucked up my brain. <laughs> yeah, Don yeah. Dockin probably did so much gerbils and asshole or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's never going to be able to be never happy be again. Same, man. <laughs> well, that's too, many, too much gerbil. I, yeah. I was in L.A. for two years too long. Yeah. Kid. You don't understand. <laughs> Time's got tough for My Dockin, serotonin dude. receptors are fried. <laughs> <I'm> fucked. <laughs> I can never be happy again. Yeah. One of the craziest shows I ever saw was fucking uh, <laughs> Jackal played the uh, the Blue Note in Muskegon, and my brother's band opened for him as while I was there. And you know, Jackal, I'm sure you know, did the whole fucking we thing. We played Jay 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 I'm yeah. sure he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jackal fucking rules, and uh, fucking uh, they he fucking took the chainsaw to like the drop ceiling at the Blue Note, and it was just like cutting tiles. Oh no! Holy shit! It was like oh my. God, oh, dude. it was a real chainsaw. No, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he always cuts up a bar stool. Oh, okay. That's, his, that's the shtick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was hilarious, and I'm sure they were not thrilled. I heard no. uh, I heard after they were... Uh, I'm sure there was a hefty bill. Yeah. <laughs> Which sure. Jackal did not pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we played an outdoor gig once where it was Jackal, then us... Yeah. So Jackal first, then us, Pestle, yeah. then uh, Bad Company. Nice, cool, yeah, yeah. Fuck it was yeah, a fucking, it was Sandy, Cor- one of those Sandy, Sandy Corley, Corley. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. badass. Memorial Run or whatever, dude. Yep, yeah. yeah I yeah. crashed a motorcycle. I was digging. <laughs> that's the Sandy Corley. Oh, fuck it, hard, dude. That's I hit a, a split rail that's fence. That's a bad look. Damn. <laughs> Damn. The guy well, it was a campground at died night. Died out of oh, okay. You yeah, know, so. like I ran over a campfire and hit a fence. I mean, that's the thing, right? He died on a motorcycle. Yeah, because motorcycles don't have headlights. Yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, I know. Was well, yeah. that would have been up north somewhere or something? Is that where they do that shit? Hesperia yeah, it seems like they shit? moved it a few times. Yeah, I but know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that spot's like in like Hesperia or something. His, I don't know. I, the I Jackal was cool. They, they were good dudes. And then, of course, we they only played first because they had a fly gig. Uh, you know, they were like, flying to Yeah, we gig. got a gig that pays later on. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, yeah, we gotta yeah. get out of here. Yeah. It was country fair bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like Live Nation. That was real shit. Yeah, that was oh, real sure. check. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, for real. Yeah. That's so weird. Everybody shits on Live Nation, but they never try to steal $35 from me. Right. If we yeah. play at 20 Monroe, like, yeah. the, one time we played there, I think we played with like fake Van Halen or something. <laughs> and the opening band didn't make it. And so the gal running the venue, Live Nation gal, yeah. said, hey, the opening, you guys just want to play longer? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Can we have both checks? She's like, yep. Can we play nice. Van Halen songs? Yeah. Nice. So she gave yeah. us both checks. Like, that wasn't like they're trying to peel money out of right, you like right, the old right, days. Right. Well, yeah, I think they're mostly. And well, that was too, they're a lot bigger now. You know, it's, it's a lot like a conglomerate things have been happening since then with Live Nation. It's They've a real got, deal, like, yeah. took over the... Uh, the whole ticket market and all this or whatever, the yep. show market or whatever. Our buddy Ron, so Ron Claus used to run uh, the Orbit Room. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. So Ron and Ted and Julie, that was like Ted's the team. Ted's the guy I knew, yeah. So, yeah. I, I worked with Ted. And Ted's there, yeah. still around. Ted's still yeah. working. So Ron works for Live Nation, runs like all, the, closes nice. all the Midwest yeah. shows. Yeah. Great dude. And then Ted like yeah. closes all the Van Andel shows. I didn't know that. I'm, gl- I'm glad he's still, because uh, I, I knew him from the Orbit Room and uh, we connected on fucking James Bond. His whole office was covered in James yep. Bond shit. That's awesome. <clears throat> and uh, he also paid us and I mean we weren't shit but I would be like hey man you gotta pay us and he he's would. total pro he's a <laughs> yeah. total pro yeah, Ted's great yeah. Ted's, and so is Ted Ron is, uh, solid dude for yep. sure yep yeah. and, he, and he owns uh, the tip top oh cool okay so when all, you see all those bands and you, you, that's one thing about Grand Rapids that maybe we forget to talk about but Grand Rapids has more music like like original live music come through at any any night than Detroit does in a month I yeah. would probably say you're right. It's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's cool. And it's due to people like Ted. Yeah. And like um, Jeff uh, and Tammy that own Pyramid Scheme. Yeah, sure. And yeah, Scott yeah. Hammondtree that runes Intersection. Like yeah. th- those three groups of people yeah. bring in so much fucking great music into this yeah. town. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's like we should probably once in a while say thanks to that. Like, yeah, for to sure. To those kind of. Yeah. I don't know, audio files that keep this yeah. town in live music. Yeah. 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 Ted was always fucking super cool about putting us. I mean, it was whatever. We was pay to play or whatever. You had to sell tickets or whatever, which you should do as a band. But, yeah. you know, it was that thing. You know, the band weren't selling the bands that were coming through. So they would get us on as an opener and we, Try you to know, bring some people in. Yeah. Bring some people in and sell tickets and whatever. But he was always like, I'd email him and be like, dude, can we get on the show? And a lot of the time it was yes. There was a lot of shows that were like, ah, sorry, man, the tickets are through the roof. There's already 10 openers. We don't need another opener. Like I tried to get on like a Porky Pine Tree show. And I'm yeah. like, hey, don't hate a guy for asking. You know? right. And he's like, no, it's all good or whatever. But that's how we got to play with a bunch of those fucking killer bands. And I miss the Orbit Room. That was my favorite stage. That was, was yeah. the Orbit Room. Same. Badass. Yeah. Sound, it always sounded better than everywhere else. And like, dude, you, your fucking shoes stuck to the floor, and it just fucking. Don Dorsheimer, God rest his soul. And water bottles were six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it got bad toward the end. I mean, the ventilation was non-existent no, in that fucking yeah, place. And yeah. like, I mean, it doesn't surprise me to close. I mean, it was twenty minute roll, put them out of business. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, opinion, Don you know. died. I, I got nothing bad to say about any of them. We did that. Uh, You've played Twenty Monroe oh, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah great nice. people. Man, that, I wish I could play that stage. You, you know, after since COVID, it's been hit or miss with if there's opening spots or not. It's just weirder. Yeah, right? that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it used to be like yeah. they call me. I call the guys and be like, "Can you make this show?" No, I got a wedding or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then you can't. But now it's a little more fewer and far between. Right. Yeah. Verve Pipe just played there last week or whatever. I was gonna go. And uh, it's sort of long story. We had an estate sale, and I was just too fucking tired to go. But I would have liked to have gone, seen that. <laughs> I've seen Candlebox at Twenty Monroe twice. Candlebox was the second concert I ever Bro, went to. And Elsie Walker, I was there. Yeah. And uh, Flaming Lips opened up. Sounds about right. Yeah, I couldn't tell were, you. But yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was a yeah. Good show. I was. That was kind of right after. It was only like two months or something after the white zombie thing. So now I like had permission. Like it was like I was in. So yeah. my brother could take me to these shows. Hell yeah. You know, so like, yeah, we got to see Candlebox. Yeah. It was like a big deal. Dude, Candlebox rips. They I remember, rip. I remember back doing it. walking away from that show with my buddy. And like, we were just kind of quiet. Like, and uh, like, he's my best friend of like 15 years. And like, 
we were just quiet and like i look at him like halfway back to the car and i'm like was that fucking awesome? Yeah. He's like, dude, that was awesome. Box, like, dude. Yeah, they're, they're dude. I only saw him that one time, and, yeah, but I remember too. being like, what the fuck? That's, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it. Dude. Like, they had those, like, two records, like their first and second records. Yeah. Were, like, yep. fucking I don't really even know good. if they had a third record. I don't know either. I kind of don't they think had, so. They're, they played up until like almost the 2010s. I think like, they're back they now, released, too. Yeah. They're still out there doing some shit, so yeah. we'll have to look up some Candlebox, see what the fuck those fucking idiots are up to, so. <laughs> Where'd he go, dude? <laughs> well, Jesse's uh, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. left the show. The tragic passing of Jesse from Rocket King. What's going on over there with you, Schwab? You can look yeah. real quiet. Yeah, tonight, you need to really right shut the fuck up, dude. You've yeah. really been monopolizing this conversation. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you guys do your thing. Yeah. The magic cap in here, just sitting back, soaking it all in. You got some, the cat over here. Yeah. This cat's been digging me, dude. Yeah. Probably knows I took an allergy pill. Yeah, she's a, sh- she's a little shit. She like loves her. the, uh, the I like podcast. Her. Look at her, dude. Fucking going nuts over here. Oh, dude. We can hear him peeing. <laughs> there's a beat-up set up a uh, camera, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the... Uh, yeah. There's one in the toilet. Oh, he, really? He's very good. Wow. He's we, very good. We gotta yeah. sell that. There's dude. a GoPro in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's in the yeah. waterproof case yeah. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. So we're, yeah, we're gonna have a lot hey. more ladies on the show from now on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting all of this out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking Pro Tools shit out on me again there. I was wondering about that. It's the last this, show with this is the last show with this computer. This is oh it. really? It's done. Is that thing breaking up on you then, or it, this thing's so old, dude? Yeah. I don't know if it's Pro Tools or if it's a if it's a computer issue or right. if it's a uh, a Pro Tools issue. Well, that's it. I got a new. Uh, it's just we didn't have it running by tonight, but I got a new uh, Mac Mini, mm. and I'm going to run. I'm actually literally thinking about using GarageBand. Uh, to to do yeah. podcast because yeah. it's like I don't know or Audacity or something yeah you know? exactly. like, it's yeah. fucking free yeah yeah Sorry oh dude that. almost blew a gas that's back, okay dude. man he just yeah, we thought you died let no. us know yeah let yeah. us know if you need to stop it's all good it's all good <laughs> so fucking yeah we could probably uh, get to kind of getting on to wrapping this up here a little bit so what's fuck's going on with Rocky King you guys you you've put out a couple singles we have put out a couple singles we're going back year. in the studio 2023 yeah my goal now is to kind of Maybe do three singles a year. Nice. No one buys albums. Yeah. No, that's the that's the platform that's now. What we're yeah. doing now. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just Same. do like we're getting a few songs together right now nice. to go back in the studio. Yeah. So we'll probably have three come out this year and just keep that kind of cycle rolling. Cool. Yeah. Um, Are you guys then, tracking at River City mostly? Or we've or been with? we've done quite a bit at River City. I think this next group of songs is at uh joel ferguson's planet sunday oh, sure yeah we know joel's been on the pod i'm a big fan of joel yeah joel's yeah. great yeah. so uh he's doing the next batch and i assume you know once winter's over you know once springtime hits we'll just start tearing it up hell yeah uh, yeah fuck yeah dude yeah do you have anything booked uh, nothing right now okay uh-uh. right right We've, we were talking about maybe doing um like a headline show at Pyramid Scheme, but we haven't booked it. 
Right. And that's one of the other stages bands. I never got to play because they, my band kind of called it right around when they opened. So it was 15 years ago now or whatever. But it's like, oh man, I wish that place was there when I was doing shit. Cause it's like, a great, it is a great venue. So good. Yeah. And now Elevation below the intersection. That's cool too. Sick room. I that love that room. I played yep. that one a couple of times. Yeah. yeah that's it's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when, when on paper, but it, well, you fill full of people. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's quick, awesome. Quick little, it. quick little anecdote about Elevation. So, like, before I knew about it, like, I, I, I had tickets to go see All That Remains, which is, like, one of my the, – the, the reason I play guitar. And uh, it was at Elevation. And I noticed on the ticket that Elevation had the same address as the intersection. And I was it's like, confusing. okay, <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. Well, I guess we'll go to the inter- – I guess it's at the – I don't know why. Whatever. So we go to the intersection, and, like, we get there, and – the line is three blocks long. Oh, yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, fuck, a lot of people are here to see all that remains. Cool. Sweet. So we get in. Or no, this was after the burial. Either way. Um, we <laughs> Some hippie ass man. Yeah, right, right. So confusing. <laughs> um, For an old guy like me, right, it's so yeah, confusing. It's definitely August Burns Red. Right. <laughs> that was it, dude. But no, so we get in line, and I got my fucking after the burial shirt on, and Albert Jordan's got his after the burial shirt on, and... Like, the guy in front of us has got a Blue October shirt on. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Cool, Blue October. And then we're, like, in line. Another 20 minutes goes by. We get, you know, 50 feet forward. and You go to the wrong. Yeah, another another wrong fucking shirt. person walks by with a Blue October door, shirt. And I'm like, okay. And we're looking around like, well, a lot of these, a lot of these guys have Blue <laughs> October shirts on. Like, huh, hey, man, who's yeah. playing tonight? He's like, oh, Blue October. I'm like. Huh? And he's like, oh yeah. I don't even know what's that. Wrong door, kind of brother. Like new Blue, metal. No, Blue October's the uh, fucking. Uh, they had the early two thousands hit. Oh, fucking, does it I feel? I swim away, but don't know how. No, you're thinking of that was a orgy that did that. Oh fuck. Yeah. Then I don't know who Blue October is. Me either. Yeah. Right the way that in motion. Yeah. Nope. No. Really? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> We'll look that one up. We'll yeah. look that one up. Real later. weird stuff. It's yeah. probably good. It's, it's okay. Probably, it's probably far better than whatever bullshit ass fucking. Oh, uh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your Mars Volta dog. <laughs> My kid likes Beartooth. Ooh, Beartooth. I feel like yeah, I've heard I hate Beartooth. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I fucks with some Beartooth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking. Solid. I'm dick riding on the fucking. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Superstar. The band with the masks that's all the rage right now. Slipknot? Don't tell me Sleep Token. Sleep Token. Uh, uh, dude, you're I'm on all the Sleep in. Token bandwagon. All in. Uh, Give it to me. Give me all of it. I've Give never heard of that. that. What is that? They're okay. It's like a metal pop mix thing, but they also do the whole like uh, masked out. It was like lore. a new ghost thing or something. Yeah, they, yeah, they have lore. And it's so funny because people, people will be like, they're not like ghosts at all. And I'm like, they're 100% they're like ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. And like <laughs> yeah, like sure. I, I yeah. can tell you right now, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. It's like masked marauders, yep. but playing yep. guitar. Shout out to the fucking the metal maniacs, our buddy fucking Jason and oh, uh, Mod. We uh, argue a little bit with them about ghosts and shit because it's just hilarious. No, to like anybody ghosts. listening, I'm not yeah. shitting on any of that. It's no, not no, my no, forte. Yeah. But. I love ghosts. I like ghosts too. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen ghosts. I've fucked with some ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm definitely dick right not sleep token for yeah, sure. I'm that's a big fine. fan. That's fine. <laughs> do yeah. they? But they literally wear like oh, big, yeah. big mouse mask or something. He, he, they got the whole. They're uh, it's it's a whole thing, dude. But it's very like it's like 
they're British. It's this combination of pop. It's like more pop than metal, but there's a, like a little bit of metal in it. So like I make this old joke about how they're like they bring all these metal guys to their show so they can steal their girlfriends. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. <laughs> what was the what was the ja- was like little Japanese girls that played metal? Baby metal. Baby metal. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. That. I couldn't get behind that. I liked the riffage and stuff, but I couldn't get behind yeah. the fucking. But the Japanese shit's always far off. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Japan. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Ex Japan and all that yeah. shit. You gotta give it to him. Yeah, man. So fucking I guess we'll kinda fucking wrap it up, dude. It was so super fun for Thanks yeah, for having great. me. Oh, you know, you and talking to you. Put the the links in the show notes or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Rocket yeah. King spell, spelled not like rocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rocket. Yeah. Rocket. Yeah. King. Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. I made that mistake uh, right at first. Like, why the fuck can I not find these guys? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> it is not the Rocket King. It is. The yeah, Rocket King. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't name yeah. the band. I don't even. I wasn't. Oh, even, I thought that was probably all. You. I was yeah. drunk. I don't even remember that happening. <laughs> like we're playing at a I gig. It's like, called, who's though. Rocket King? That's yeah. us. Oh, cool. Oh, sick. Okay. Sweet. I guess awesome. so. <laughs> no, but it is. It is great shit. I'm actually yeah, gonna right now. I'm not gonna do it on the pod, but I'm gonna edit in. We were gonna play your new single. I'm gonna play it right oh, now on the pod, so it'll be here. But I'm not gonna play it live in the studio. But yeah. we're gonna play it uh, now, so it'll be our kind of outro music here. I Love it. Solid to do it. So. Jesse, thank you, bro. Thanks yeah. for the beers. Which is a good ass, yes. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. You're a fucking solid dude. Thanks yeah. to Lou for hooking it up. Yep. And uh, we'll Luigi. Just, yeah. <laughs> Stay in touch, brother. Rock thanks. and roll. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll, I'll see, see you Wednesday. Peace. Peace.